Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to podcastjuice.net. This is the Michael Dean Show, and uh, this is our year-end, year-in-review 2017. It, it went by lickety-split. I don't know if they still say that anymore, but uh, man, what a year. There's a lot happening this year. You know, I think this year might have just been the year of the ale. You know, there was uh, a lot of uh, teachable moments this year as they say and uh, we'll get into some of those but of course we're going to start off we're talking about movies and stuff and, and pop culture things that was happening but before we get into that i gotta introduce you who is here with us today starting with mr q storm sir how are you well i am freezing my ass off because it is in the 18s to 30s out east i was just got back from myrtle beach and it was colder than colder than it is here down there. So I am cold. All right. Also joining us is Mr. Big Sexy and Sack. How are you, sir? You know, <clears throat> you know, I'm back in the back cave, but I got a co-sign with Q late last night as I was at the theater, got in the car, said 26 degrees. I don't like that. But I'm all right. I'm all right. Wait a minute. On the West Coast, it was 26 it degrees. It was 26 degrees here last night. Yes. Wow. It's cold. All hope right. Trump, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Q. I'm just saying, I hope the Trump supporters that don't believe in cl climate change are hearing this. All right. And you can all take a shot. Shots are fired early. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right. Also joining us is Mr. Ant Pooh. Sir, how are you? I'm doing great. But I do have to correct you. You said it went by lickety split. Uh, no, that was a long nine months. And based on these <laughs> weeks, it's going to be a lot, long 18 years. You said that was but a long nine months. Oh, okay. I was like, what the hell? This nigga can't count, but now I get what you're saying. Uh, right, right. Well, you had a you had a win this year, actually. Uh, you know, Big win. Birth of Big a child. Indeed. indeed. Yeah, man. So congratulations to you. You just took on a, 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 a lifetime job. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. All right, let's start with the movies, shall we? Let's get into. Oh, you know what? No, actually, before we continue, uh, we'd be remiss, and we gotta give up a salute and pour out a little liquor, all that good things that we say to to respect somebody. We have to shout out Mr. Sean Hill. Uh, you know that we we lost our brother this year. Uh, man, that's. That's a heavy one. I I still hesitate every time we get ready to start this show. You know, I do this show on uh, we use Skype, and I still got Sean's name that's just sitting in there. And I always want to like click on his name to bring him in, but you know, so shout out to Sean Hill and his family. Uh, and nothing else I can really say about it. I don't know if anybody wants to say anything else, but uh, here's your chance. Yes, um, I'm. I'm sorry. Thank you. I just want to say it really hurts. Uh, Damn, every time I go, go kind of when I go see a movie and I'm thinking, I always find myself thinking, let me see what Sean got to say. Damn. All right. Shit. I didn't need that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's rough. Completely agreed. Last night when I was um, here tinkering, debating on going to see uh, Molly's game or not, I thought, let me get my Sean on a fire, fire stick. And it's like, you know, our brother's not here with us anymore. And it's far too soon for him to be gone. I was on Facebook and I saw a picture of 
his little girl and his older daughter, you know, for Christmas. And I know it's just tearing them apart. Cause I, uh, I think about Sean all the time. That was our dude, man. That was our brother. He had, I didn't know he had an, he had an older daughter. You know what? I didn't know it either until she popped up on Facebook. Mm. All right. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, 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 that's a, that was a, I don't know, man. It's almost like a wake up call to me in some regards, for, just for a lot of reasons. But shout out to Sean Hill, man. We'll never, never forget. All right. Uh, and as Sean would probably say, man, y'all go on and, and, and do your thing. Keep, keep, keep it going. So let's get into movies. Uh, let's deal with our top movies. Now, I, let me say this. You can do a top five, top 10, top whatever you want. Uh, I don't know. This year, movies was a little shaky to me in general. But uh, let's just go down the line. Uh, I'm going to just blow through mine real quick. And I don't have these in any order whatsoever. So I'm just going to shout them out. And there may be a comment here or there. All right. Uh, so uh, first one I would say is uh, Detroit. Uh, I watched that movie again a few weeks ago. And I still was like, okay, that. It still kind of had me at the edge of the seat a little bit because I kind of forgot some things. And that's that's a good movie, man. Detroit, uh, Joe Boy, John Boyega uh, was one of the guys in there. A lot of people in that movie, but I love that movie this year. Um, another movie I didn't see this movie at the theaters, but I saw it at home, and I've seen it a couple times now. Is Girls Trip? Uh, funny movie. I was like, damn. Uh, what's the young lady Tiffany Haddish? Uh, breakout on that one. Love this movie. Hilarious. She's a damn fool. Uh, she kind of reminds me. I could see her having a trajectory, but hopefully it's better. But it reminds me of when Friday came out and Chris Tucker was such a breakthrough out of that. And you hadn't seen something like that in a long time. And he just like super funny to me. I kind of see her in that same type of vein. Hopefully she can keep it going. Uh, another movie it was one of my anticipated movies of the year period uh, and some people liked it some people didn't I liked it because of what the subject matter is and that movie is All Eyes on Me Tupac movie um, watched that in the theaters loved it uh, I bought this movie so I have this movie I own it watched it again uh, I I love it, man. The brother who played Tupac and I thought he actually killed his role. Like he was Pac on the screen. So I, I enjoyed the movie wholeheartedly. Yes, it could have been way better uh, and it could have done other things, but I respect what it was. And I, and I really like Tupac and just the music and everything. So I really loved it. It was great. Uh, also, I have Train to Busan. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, I Wait saw a minute, this, that, was, that was last year, wasn't it? No, it was earlier this year. It came out in 2016 overseas, but I think the debut on Netflix oh. was this year. Oh, this changes my list altogether. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah. love this movie. Uh, you know, zombie movie on train. The, don't let the subtitles fool you. Action packed. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, the next movie on my list is Shot Caller. Uh, man. Now, this movie, actually, I didn't see this at the theaters. I saw it online on demand. And now I believe it is on Amazon Prime. So if you're an Amazon Prime member, you can watch it. 
uh, pr- prison movie, hardcore. This is my wheelbarrow. You know, this is the uh, what's the what's the guy the Lannister? He plays Lannister. I just know him as Lannister on Game of Thrones. Blonde here, dude. Oh, um, I don't know his name, but oh, what's his name? He, he, that guy. He he stars in this movie, and he starts out. He's the you know he's just a, a suburban dad, family man, you know, doing his thing, and he gets in a car accident. It goes left. Court systems say he's guilty of I don't know manslaughter or murder, so he ends up going to prison. And, you know, the the politics of prison, you're going to either be you're going to be in some kind of gang or you're going to be affiliated or you're going to be a victim. So he goes on and joins with the Aryans and it just it goes on some other stuff. And it's a it's a character study of how a regular dude can get so caught up in the game and he has to and he basically makes a decision where he turns into the monster. He he, he becomes the shot caller. <laughs> but it's a cold movie, man. Um, definitely one of my favorite movies of the year. Uh, next up, on, is that Netflix? Uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, or, or you can that. get it on, you know, on demand or rent it from, you know, any of these digital places. It's Nikolai called called Costa Waldo or something like that. Is Damn, that's a hell of a name. All right. Uh, next up is Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Uh, let me say this. I was not really a fan of the original and I say that because I haven't probably really watched it in its entirety and just sit down and watch it but I do want to watch it now after watching this movie this movie was the shit to me uh, this was the movie I initially saw in 4D and I was blown away by the presentation I felt like I was in the movie like and that may I don't know if that sways my perception of the movie but I love this movie it, it was I felt like I just went into a whole other world uh, and I love the technology and the sci-fi and the themes they had going on. I just I thought it was brilliant, man. I uh, love this movie. I'm going to be buying this movie when it comes out on 4K. Uh, it's, I think it comes out in a couple weeks. Got to get it. All right. Next up is uh, Justice League. Now, remember, these are not necessarily in any order. Justice League. Uh, let me say this. One of my highly anticipated movies. I am a huge fan of Zack Snyder's uh, movies. You know, particularly Batman v Superman, Man of Steel, uh, Dawn of the Dead. So I was really pumped for this movie. What we got wasn't that great. I'm a, I'd be the first one to admit that. But I love looking at certain parts of this movie just as i did with batman v superman there are certain scenes and parts that i will forever just continue to watch over and over and then there's parts in this movie and i've already you know for whatever reason this movie came out on blu-ray in in asia for some reason so you know we already got it so i've been watching this movie the last few weeks uh and we watched you know we watched at the house and we just watched certain scenes over and over and you know i love it My, my daughter loves it uh, she knows the words and be acting it out. So there's a lot of fun stuff in this movie, but it's not the complete. It's a movie that's a mess. Admittedly, it's a mess, but I still have enjoyment out of it. So it's just one of my kind of guilty pleasures, um, but it could have been a lot better. Uh, next up is uh, Logan. Came out earlier in the year. Wolverine. Uh, dope movie. Dope movie. 
for me, might be one of the best comic book movies of this year for me. Uh, just, we already talked about it. Dope ass movie. Uh, next up is The Last Jedi. It was going to be on my top 10 of the, of the year regardless because I'm a Star Wars fan. But love this movie. Seen it twice. I want to go back and see it again. Love, love, love it. Uh, I understand why it is so divisive and controversial to some people. But to me, loved it. I I, I want to see movies where I don't know what's about to happen. And they do all different kind of stuff. So I dig it. Um, Star Wars, Luke Skywalker, I'm in. Uh, my last movie is Get Out. Uh, surprise of the year for me. I remember seeing that trailer the first time. Like, whoa, what is this? Incredible movie. Incredible debut movie. Uh, seen it many times. <laughs> uh, this is the kind of movie I love to watch with people who haven't seen it. So you can see what their reactions are. Uh, but this was, to me, one of the best movies of the year, period. Um, we've talked about it ad nauseum. But Get Out was a brilliant movie. Um, I don't own this movie yet because it's on HBO, so I can just kind of watch it over and over there. But dope movie, man. There's so many little things in this movie. Uh, is it Jordan Peele, the director? Yes. Uh, tip my hat, man. Genius movie. I hope that he can follow it up with something. I'm very interested to see what he would do next. But this was an exceptional uh, horror movie with a lot, you know, racial tones and different things you don't normally see in that genre. Loved it. Um, all right, that's my list. Uh, and let me give two honorable mentions. One is Good Time. Uh, saw that in the theaters. Blown away by that movie. Actually, it was actually, the movie is really good. It's uh, a tense thriller type of movie, good chase time. movie. Somebody say something. Uh, good Time. Uh, it stars the, the dude from the. Uh, What's those vampire movies? that were popular with the kids twilight twilight that lead guy out of twilight he stars in this and knocks it out the motherfucking park robert Robert, yeah that's the dude right there he's almost unrecognizable in this but it proves to me that this dude is a brilliant actor and i i have to go get you he got his money i salute you for getting your money but this movie right here out of out of it's 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 excellent uh and i'll probably say the the stars of this probably are really more the directors i think it's two guys that directed this they need to be doing other types of movies because this was like so tense and seat of your pants uh and it was just out there in terms of like you know the characters almost felt like they weren't actors uh and i'd be surprised if maybe some of them probably i wouldn't be surprised some of them not but love this movie action uh, suspense. It's, it's, would you go ahead? Would you say it's the same? Would you say it's the type of same feel as that movie? Uh, I saw it this. I saw it recently. Um, get not get out. Uh, the one with Owen Wilson where he's in a Asian country with his family. No, 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 not at all. This is no, no, not at all. That movie is. I like that movie. That movie is funny to me. Now this movie is. Uh, I don't know how I would. It's it's a serious movie, and he's an anti-hero. He's, he's an ad. The lead character is an asshole, and everything he touches gets fucked up. Uh, 
So it's more of a, I don't want to say art house, because it's actually, that's what I thought. I heard about this movie, and I was like, oh, this is kind of one of them kind of movies. But then people were saying, no, this movie is action-packed. This is some gritty shit. So it's some gritty, hardcore shit, but it's it's just, there's no other I mean, these guys uh, definitely, they could be action star. You know, they could do action. I could see them doing a Marvel movie. It would maybe tone it down a little bit, but in terms of how they're able to build up suspense and the tension level, uh, you know, I salute to them. Uh, and then lastly, I just saw this movie last week. Uh, you guys remember the movie Skyline from a couple years ago? Sci-fi movie? And it was like the No, alien. I remember it. I never saw it. <sighs> yeah, so this is called Beyond Skyline. <laughs> Straight to video. Uh, <laughs> stars, uh, God, it's, the name's on tip of my tongue. Uh, it was the guy who played in, uh, he was in Winter Soldier. He was that security guard dude. He played Crossbones, I think. And oh, I know. He, he was in The Purge. God, yeah. his name tip of my tongue. Well, he stars in this. He stars in a couple of sort of direct, like he's on a Netflix movie that's out right now as well. But anyway, he plays in this. And this movie, you go look at the trailer. I saw the trailer and I said, I got to watch this movie. It is. Uh, I, if it came out in the theaters, I would have ran to go see it just on the trailer alone because it just looks crazy. It's you know the skyline was with the big alien ships that came down and they shine like some light and it turns your eyes crazy and it pulled everybody into the sky and they had like these mechanical monsters. Well, this one went to the next level. They got these giant mechanical looking transformerish type looking aliens chasing people and doing all this crazy shit. But this movie is a great sci-fi B, semi-cheesy, semi-hardcore action movie. Uh, it stars that dude. It also has the the dudes from The Raid. I didn't know they was in this movie, but they jump in like halfway through. So the lead guy from Raid 1 and 2 and that one dude with the long hair be playing the real bugged out dudes in the, the Raid movies. He always played that wild dude. He's in this. Uh, actually, the black lady from uh, Get Out who goes, no, 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 no. She's in this for a little bit. Uh, the the Mexican dude who always be, he always plays the the uh, cholo dude in all the movies. <laughs> you know, I talked about him before. He He's in this for a quick second. It's what movie is this? <laughs> uh, he's in every time. He was in Training Day, of course. He so was, what movie are you talking about? Oh, Beyond Beyond Skyline. Oh, it okay. just has all these people in it, but it is start to finish, never get bored, dope special effects that they shouldn't have, over the top sci-fi action, over the top action. Oh man, I'm gonna buy this movie. I love that movie, man. It's not trying to be something like deep and all that. It's just balls to the wall sci-fi action adventure. It's hardcore. It, it's, I loved it, man. Loved it, loved it, loved it. So that's my honorable mention, Beyond Skyline. Uh, you can see it now. It's, you know, you'd have to, I pay like seven bucks to watch it, you know, on demand or whatever. But anyway, uh, those are my top movies of the year. Q-Storm, <laughs> go ahead. I was going to say, you know, it's funny. <clears throat> I looked up Good Time. You didn't say your man was in it. I am the captain now. He yes, was in he this is movie. in it. Yes, he is in this movie. That's right. He has a little, he has a little part in this movie. That's a His good movie. Working, he working, boy. He, hey, you like, got to, man. 
Where the contract at? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Q. I'll be down. I'll go back to Somalia. Uh, <clears throat> all right, so boy, I tell you, you uh, threw out two movies there that just completely upended my list. Um, and I, I added, I added a film in here that I just thought was okay. Um, but I, I only had five movies. I'm I, now I have six. So <clears throat> hands down, no question, it probably will go on my top ten of all time best ever movies. I have to remove one of those movies off the list currently. Train to Busan. Mm. To me, that movie, with the exception of maybe one scene that strains credulity, I think that is almost a flawless film. Every scene has a purpose. Every character gets proper development or purposeful development is properly motivated. The thrills are amazing. The effects are amazing. The zombie effect is amazing. The 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 action set pieces are amazing. I mean, when I at the end of that movie, I was like, why the fuck couldn't I see this in theaters? That movie to me is brilliant, hands down the best movie I saw this year. I don't care what year it was released. <clears throat> and I thank you for recommending that. I loved it. After that, I'm going with Logan. <clears throat> it was a good movie. I think my second favorite uh, X-Men movie of all time, the first being The Wolverine. And this Logan was the first time I said, well, maybe the second time, I said, okay, Hugh Jackman earned that role. I finally see him as the Wolver as Wolverine. Uh, third, uh, I got Kong Skull Island, just a silly kind of yeah. fun... Uh, just a fun comic book tropey type of movie where you got the uh, uh, kind of comic book slash um, war type of movie. They got all the tropes of the war films. It was just over the top, and I, I liked it. It was just you didn't have to think too much, uh, and it was still good fun, very well written. I co-sign that. Uh, I co-sign that. Uh, this movie is a remake, and it is a classic, but it was released this year, so I'm going to put it on my list. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I saw that. Of course, we've all, I assume we've all seen it. I've seen it numerous times. It was one of the first films I saw as a kid. My dad take, took me to go see it. Um, and it, <clears throat> it was better seeing it now. I saw it in IMAX. And it was better, even better seeing it in 2017 than I remember seeing it all the times I've seen it before. Uh, American Made. This was Tom Cruise's apology for one of my worst films, which we'll get into that. Uh, a really good film along the lines of like um, the movie Blow with um, Johnny Depp or uh, not really Scarface, but kind of that type of movie where it's like a guy that gets deeper and deeper and you wonder how the hell he's going to get out of it. Kind of like that movie that Brian Cranston was in uh, last year. I can't remember the name of it where he plays a DA, DEA agent. Very good film. As, as weird as Tom Cruise has gotten, he still got the goods when it comes to a good script. And then this was the movie I had added because I wanted to at least round it, up, round it out with five films. Now I have six. I'm going to keep it on the list. I didn't like it as much as everyone else, but I respected it for what it did for the cultural impact. Uh, Get Out. Um, I liked 
I liked three quarters of the film. I just thought at the end, it fell into some of the cornier tropes of a of a horror film. But uh, I can't deny that Jordan Peele put it down. I will see anything he does. And it was well-written, well-directed. You would not think that this was his first film. So I will put it on my list for best of 2017. So that's my six. I only had six. Nice. And yeah, I, good call out on that Kong. I, I slipped my mind. I would definitely put that on my honorable. I could easily maybe put a number 11 and put that. But yeah, that movie gets a lot of play in my house. Uh, so yeah, that was a great movie. Um, Big Sexy, man. Did you have uh, some top movies for us this year? You know, actually, this calendar year, I went to the theater more times than I have in a long time, actually. And one of my also films is also um, an HBO documentary, but it's on the list, so there. Mm. Because it's nominated, so so there. Um, <clears throat> like, like you guys, I went ahead and put Logan on my list. It seems to be the last telling of Wolverine played by Hugh Jackman. The movie was nice and long. People freaked out initially because it had the R rating, but Logan is a violent character and those things needed to be seen and said. Having said that, I don't think it was done with any salacious intent at all. I loved it. Moving on. Spider-Man Homecoming. I liked it. I like. I'm used to Aunt May being some you know, somewhat hot now. I like the new kid they have for Spider-Man. Michael Keaton stole the movie as the as the Vulture. I'm looking forward to seeing more of that guy as Spider-Man. I really enjoyed him. Uh, Justice League. I went in to see Justice League, not expecting much because I was not enamored with Batman v Superman. And I hadn't seen Wonder Woman at that point. So let's I want to see what they could do. And honestly, I guess part of this is because I'm a Marvel guy, not a DC guy. But with the changes they made to the characters as presented in the books, and knowing that going in, I was okay with it. I, I was entertained. That's all you can ask at the end of the day, is to be entertained. And the movie entertained me. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. A bit of what? a letdown. Whoa, 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 whoa. A bit of a letdown. You know, I'm just talking about things I've seen, you know, in the theaters. It was I was let down by this. It tried too too hard to be whimsical and unexpected like the first one, and it just came up short. Um again, you guys have heard this one twice before, you're gonna hear it three times. Train to Busan. It is everything Walking Dead wants to be and more. This is the way to do a zombie film. Uh, the <clears throat> subtitles really didn't intrude on anything because it's pretty obvious what's happening. You see who started it. You see certain people need to get got, and they did. That movie was hands down great, and I agree with Q. It does need a theatrical release domestically. And the last one, is well, not the next last one, the next last one. The Defiant Ones on HBO, Doc Four Part Documentary. I'm including it because it is nominated for a Grammy and I think it's going to be up for an Oscar for um, documentary, but I'm not certain on that. That is required viewing for anyone 
in the music industry or thinking of getting in the music industry. It is that good. It is that educational. It is that well done. It made Snoop a household name in my house. And finally, Molly's Game. I saw it last night. Uh, this is a film about the young lady who had aspired, aspirations to be an Olympic skier, had an accident, didn't finish the qualifying run, then starts a card game, a poker game, actually. And it had all the Hollywood heavyweights in it. Then it went to New York, had all the New York heavyweights. And, of course, she got caught. Um, my guy, Idris Elba, played her attorney. This movie was long. It is a Aaron Sorkin directorial de- debut. So if you're f- familiar with Aaron Sorkin's work, it is very, ah. very verbose. But it was very well done. And it's long. You get Wait, your money's worth. What did she go to? What was she on trial for? Uh, crap. Uh, poker games. Illegal poker, poker games. Okay. And these, and these games had millions involved. Um, Eric Eisenberg, is that his name? No, 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 no. Not, not Eisenberg. Um, the guy who was in... I can't think of the guy's name. What was he in? Michael Sarah. That's his name. Michael Sarah. He played a character called Player X, who in reality is a Hollywood type, but they didn't want to name names in the film. I did some research on it, and I'm going to name names now. Wow. The character he played is apparently Topher Grace from that 70s show. You know, a major poker head and got in got in pretty deep. This movie's well done. I can't recommend it enough. You know what? I, I'm glad you brought this up because I've seen a picture of this movie but I had no idea what it was about and it was not really on my radar but now that you brought it up and talked about it and I just looked it up I gotta go see this yeah Aaron you know what I'm thinking the same thing (laughs) I've seen the commercials I'm like that looks boring man the way you described it they need to fire their marketing department yeah (laughs) yes she was was an Olympic skier yes turned to illegal poker games yes See, I'm already, I'm already like, where, where do I sign up? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, Aaron Sorkin, yeah. Anything he's putting down. Plus, I gotta see it. Idris Elba. Wow. Yeah. And her dad was played by Kevin Costner. Small role, but he, um, he did the work at the end. Though. I got to give it up. That's a horrible title, too. That's the name of the book. Yeah. Well. Oh, okay. Oh, it's based off a book. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I guess. It makes me think of a Lifetime movie or something. That title. <laughs> yeah. It to me, it looked like it was it said just going off the title. I'm thinking it's some kind of, yeah, Lifetime. I could see that or some inspirational, yeah, sob story mm-hmm. that I don't really care. The notebook, or the notebook no. or some shit like that. There is no notebooking in this one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm gonna check this out this weekend. Yep. Good call. Good call. All right. Uh. Man, I guess we have uh, the man left, Mr. Aunt Poop. Daddy Darius. Yes. Yeah, saving the best for last, of course. <laughs> All right. First, my my honorable missions, uh, Slight. Um, mm. I know Q, he kind of crapped on this a tad bit because it was like, oh, they're going to do this uh, black kid with superpowers and they make him a drug dealer. However, if you see the movie, it's nothing like that at all. And I thought it was good. If, if they were given more money to do better casting and probably better cinematography, it'd have been an awesome film. Um, Netflix film, El Camino Christmas. To me, it's a remake of Jamie Foxx's um, Held Up, uh, but 
turned up to a 10. Good movie. Uh, again, these honorable mentions. Bernie Sands. It's about uh, the black uh, fraternity. Uh, spoilers. Someone dies. That movie, uh, the, la- the Last Jedi. Good, but not my top 10. Mm. Uh, another Netflix film, two more Netflix film, uh, the incredible, the incredible Jessica James starring Jessica Williams. She's a daily show alumni, really good film has a black uh, female lead to it. I'd highly recommend it. Uh, Mudbound. I feel bad not being in my top 10, but I just gotta be me. Really great performance. Mary J. Blige, who was horrible as, uh, Betty Shabazz in that film totally redeems herself. Wonder. My mother came over yesterday to babysit and she's like, put Wonder on. I'm like, all right. I was enthralled by the performances. And last but not least, Justice League. It is what it is. So my top 10. Number 10, Bright. I don't care what anybody says. It's original concept. Training Day meets Lord of the Rings. I was going through the whole film like, okay, I don't get why this film is being hated on. The whole thing had me excited. I wanted to see where things were going. Will Smith did the damn thing. I have no idea who played the big homie Orc, but he did it. There was a scene that people that <clears throat> I think everyone's seen this movie, right? Yes, I have. Nope. Except, I've seen the first uh, yeah, don't, don't spoil it. You don't got to spoil it, though. Damn. Okay, well, there's a scene that's reminiscent to what happened in Training Day. And, well, we in Training Day, it's happy-go-lucky. Well, in this one, they were like, man, F all day. We're going to handle this orc business like orcs. So, there. Uh, number nine, Girls Trip. Loved it. It was a very rock, rock. Rockus, um, very, I mean, raunchy, very uh, X rated sometimes. But you know what? Sometimes th- this is proof that not only women, but black women can be just as foul and vulgar and about that life as any man out there. So I got to tip my hat to that. Tiffany Haddish, I thought to me, Regina Hall was the one who was this breakout star in this film. But because Tiffany Haddish, I just thought she was just going over the top to kind of just to, just see how nasty and disgusting she can be. But still a fun film. Number eight, Detroit. I don't know what more I can add to it. It was a very tense film. It made me ready to go get the piece out of the uh, lockbox and go look for a pig. <laughs> I go, wow. I'm like, Man, I wanna... <laughs> Like I, oh. it's like I, I want to drive around. I and wish B I E B I E alert. B I E alert. I'm just saying, Detroit had you had me in my feelings. Mm, black extremists. Um, number seven, and this is where I get to uh, <clears throat> uh, go Hollywood. Recommended by the man Aaron Magruder at Comic Con this year. He said I must go see it. So on his recommendation I did. The first twenty minutes I just wasn't getting into it. But when all I guess because again you have to see this in IMAX with all the visuals and all the, the tense action that uh Christopher Nolan brought to this, thoroughly enjoyed that film. Number six, Roman wait, 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 J. Wait, wait, Israel. Wait, what movie are you talking about? Movie. You ain't yeah, what movie, man? Dunkirk. You gotta oh, say Kirk. the name first. Yeah. You just, I didn't, yeah. I did, Christopher Nolan did I did. Thing. No, no, you, you buried, you buried the lead. You buried the lead. <laughs> That's why I said. And let me Kirk. just say, I just saw that movie the other day. I watched it at home. I was so anticipated. I didn't like it. I, I, I respect <laughs> it. I understand what he did. It's a different type of movie. And you're right. A lot of it 
in my opinion, would hinge on watching it in, in uh, IMAX because I did see like, I don't know, 10 minutes in IMAX. They showed it at something I was watching one day at, at IMAX theater and it would look phenomenal. But just watching it as a movie, the narrative, I didn't personally like it, but it's, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's a risky movie. Uh, indeed. Uh, number six, Roman J. Israel. Uh, this is not the, the, the classic Denzel Washington uh, kicks ass in the end. And it's, it's a film that you have to go in with understanding that keep faith. Whatever work you're doing, you stay doing it. Because if you put, as, Mike, as Michael Dean would say, if you work it like a job and keep doing the work, it will pay off for you. And the moment you decide to deviate from it, that's when shit gets fucked up. And I love the message, Roman J. Israel. I love the message of that film. And uh, Denzel Washington, I, I'm, her name is escaping me. Oh, Carmen Abijol, I, I can't Joe say her name. <laughs> yeah, her. Know. Did the damn thing as well. <laughs> Colin Farrell, that man is so underrated. And the, the way he, he uh, walked the line between if he's the asshole or is he the, um, the, uh, the guardian angel was perfect. Uh, number five, Logan. I don't know what more I can add to it. Although I will say, it being over, it being R-rated, was overrated, in my opinion. Uh, number four, Thor Ragnarok. Loved that film. The comedy wasn't over the top for me. They made me care about Thor. The best Thor movie and almost the best comic book film of the year. Number three, it. I love the book. I think they cast it awesome with the kids for this version i thought they were bold when only telling half of the story banking on that there being a sequel to tell the adult story and i didn't think he got the the actor that close to topping tim curry's performance but he damn sure was creepy with it and i gotta give him props for that number two spider-man homecoming dope film loved it michael keaton stole the film I wish, <laughs> I wish there's some way they can bring him back because I want to see how he plays up things with Peter Parker. I think the kids were casted once again. Yes, it was more of a teen uh, film, but that's where they wanted to go with Spider-Man, and I enjoyed all of it. And, of course, number one, Get Out. Awesome film. All right. See, all right. Go ahead, Q. I was going to say, Roman J. Israel, I have that on, if we do this list, I have that on my most disappointing. All right. Well, we're going to get into our trash lists or, or worst movies or movies that you know you weren't really feeling uh i will say this interesting oops i uh i didn't include wonder woman on either one of these lists i know a lot of people was oh wonder woman is all right you know if we keep it <laughs> if we keep it 100 that movie it probably more so is being pumped up because it's you know hey it's Wonder Woman. Gender, gender, gender thing. I, right. You got it. But, but you know what it is. It's, it's a hype movie to me. I've, I actually never bought this movie. You know, but I've only watched. I can barely watch certain scenes. But I think it is a beautiful movie. I love the first part where they're at Temescura. I think that just looks great. But it, it's a hype movie. Spider-Man Homecoming. Got two shout outs here. But for me, it's not a bad movie at all. It's just, I don't know, there's something about it, and I've seen it a couple of times. It's just, it's cool to me. I, but something's not drawing me back to rewatch it, but it's not, not a bad movie. And then Thor, not a bad movie per se, but I was just like, eh. I don't know, some of the comic book movies to me this year were just all right. 
Yeah, uh, I'm really yep. waiting for that Black Panther and uh, Avengers to come and shut it down. Now I I watched Avengers, their first one, the other like last week. I hadn't seen that in a long. That movie is dope as hell, man. Like I hadn't seen it in a minute, and I was like, man, they ain't yeah. top. They haven't topped this yet, except for like Winter Soldier. I was like, to me, in terms of the team, this movie is on point, man. That's my opinion. Yeah. Hey, I love it. Love it. All right. Let's get into well, our. Can I just say one thing? Oh, real quick? Go ahead. Yeah, you got it. <clears throat> you said, I think you said some truth about Wonder Woman. We're just all scared to really come out and say it 100. But uh, not that we scared, but we respectful. Let's put it that way. But I just hope that Black Panther gets some of that same. What's the word I'm looking for? Some of that same respect. And, and it you know will. But if it's not a good movie, I won't include it on my list at the end of the year either. Because <laughs> I want it to be the shit, though. But we're going to love it regardless because it's Black Panther. I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get that. I, I have no doubt that it'll be champion. And I hope it lives up to it. That's my only thing. And it looks like it will. But all trailers look like they do. All right. Trash list <clears throat> of the year. I'm just going to throw these down real quick. Uh, the Mummy, Tom Cruise. Oh. <laughs> I was co- I was batting for Tom. Like man, Tom, man, he's, the, he's that dude, man. Come on now, you know. I know because Q was clowning early on. I was like, Nah, I mean, you ain't, <laughs> you ain't seen the movie yet. Wait and see. But yeah, yeah, it was trash, man. It was trash. Tom, I was so disappointed. I couldn't understand. I was like, what is going on? This movie is ridiculous. But anyway, uh, another movie that had got pumped up for me. And I finally saw it was It Comes at Night. Hmm. Uh, this is a survival movie. Some it, you, you could say zombie a little bit. I will say that I enjoyed the world of it and the premise. But it's one of those movies that has that really flat ending. That it just doesn't really end the story. It just The movie's over. And it's probably because it's trying to be so blunt and hardcore and not have the wrap up type of situation you really can't wrap up a situation in zombie worlds that the shit is gonna keep going but it is a very dark tense no apologies type of movie and it's the opposite you know the walking dead seemed like it's hardcore but it ain't really hardcore because it, it would be depressing to watch and that's how it comes at night is that's that's what it probably would really be like, and it's not a good thing. Uh, so I kind of, but but the way it ended, I have to put it on my trash. War for the Planet of the Apes. We talked about this in the movie came out, but I'm good. That was some bull crap. Come on now. Uh, Justice League. For all the reasons why I have it on my top, same other reasons. If you start a movie off with Superman or any superhero for that, or any of your lead characters, and you have to do CGI on their face and the CGI is crap. If you put that at the very first thing you see in a movie, to me, that's slap in the face of the viewer. Yeah, it didn't bother me that much. It, Am I the only one? I've seen it. I can't help it. It looks ridiculous. Why do it? Then you know what? Just don't put that in the movie. You don't need that. That scene doesn't do anything for the story. You can have left it out. The movie's gonna be what it is. So to me, why put some shit on the front? It looks like shit to me. I, I, I don't get it. I, and I also don't like the Batman jokey shit. It's, it's not the oh, same character. Yeah, I like that. It's not the same character. You have him at this first movie beating niggas' ass. 
Like he's not giving no fucks. Damn near killing people. You can't have him all of a sudden without really explaining why he's gonna be slain on the on the ground. That hurt. Trash. Mike, you can't have you can't have a Superman. uh, What do you want me to do? Give him some time. Uh, I guess you didn't bring me back because you like me. I I I I I don't not like. What the fuck? That's corn. I'm not gonna say no shit. This nigga said first time he last time he said, Do you bleed? He was hardcore. It's not gonna be doing jokey shit. It just that's why I didn't like about the movie. The little bits that are out of tone with the previous movies you built. The same problems I would I have with Thor Ragnarok. Not to say it was not a bad movie, but it's tonally shift and you don't explain it. The characters are totally different and there's no explanation. Why they're acting like that. I just thought that was stupid. I, and the last thing I'll say. I, actually as I've watched the movie more times. It's a small thing. But I think it's actually kind of whack. There's that part where. Wonder Woman and the Flash. They fall down on the ground. And the Flash falls on top of a girl. On Wonder Woman. That's some bullshit right there. Like that was like, At first it didn't bother me. But the more I watch it. I'm like you know what it really is saying. is. That's not really cool, man. That shit is corny. It's, it's not. It's not that it's not corny. I just thought it was disrespectful one to the Wonder Woman character. I actually think it's disrespectful to women, uh, and it's disrespectful to the Flash. Like that's they don't need to introduce that type of element like that. If you want to have him trying to holler at a female, then you have him trying to spit, not just fall on top of her. And, hey, ah, that was whack, Josh. That's some Josh Wheaton stuff. Stop it. But uh, other than that, uh, so anyway, Justice League. Uh, I got two more. Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. Oh, Man, I, didn't ex- money I didn't expect much. <laughs> I didn't expect much going into this, but I enjoyed the original Triple X for what it was. The third, the second one with Ice Cube, yeah, you know, whatever. But this one, I was like, okay, you know, come off of Fast and the Furious. You know, you know, it's it's time to make a good movie, like. If it's going to be cheesy, let it be good cheesy. This is bad cheesy. This sucks. There's a scene when Ice Cube comes. It sucks. Ah, I can't understand. What is... How, uh, what's his name? Fucking forgot my Vin man's Diesel. name. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Vin, what are you thinking, homie? I salute Vin Diesel, but this was... I don't know if he just got trapped into it. He signed a contract. This was trash. Uh, the last movie is The Circle. Uh, it was based on a book, a very popular book. Stars uh, Tom Hanks is in this, John Boyega. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't think of the, the girl's name. I love Emma, the Emma concept. Son. Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Love the concept of this movie. But the execution of it and the way it ends, it's trash, man. I, I'm sorry. It was trash. Uh, and one other honorable mention trash, even though I somewhat enjoyed the movie, but it was on. I put it in that category. It was on. This was on some of that old bullshit, but it's entertaining to watch. Was uh, is it called Kidnap? Haley Berry movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Her son, her child gets taken. Yeah, this that's one of the movies you just sit back and watch. And, and listen, for black folks, don't they gonna be hollering at the screen? Hollering. Cause man, there's so many dumbass moves done in the movie, and like, come on, man. <laughs> if that was me, I would, you know, it was one of those if that was me type movie. But so for that, it was entertaining. 
but it was some trash. Haley's. You know, it, it, it reminds, it's very similar to. Uh, I didn't see that movie, but I was think I was going to ask you. Oh, is that the one where she ends up in the basement with the guy who she was chasing, and and that was the call. So it's oh, like that's right. Know, yeah, Hallie, you gotta get some better scripts. What's up? Yeah, don't. All money ain't good. Listen, and this movie, from my understanding, was made like a couple years ago. They ran out of money, so it sat on the shelf. Then the company went bankrupt. They sold the movie recently to somebody else, so they just put it out. So, but yeah, you can do better than that. Uh, but those are my trash movies that I that I remember. I know I saw a lot more, but that's just what I remember. Uh, Q, do you have? You know, I was, before I give you mine, <clears throat> I just thought, I'm surprised no one here, because you all raved about this movie. Sean did, too. Um, the movie, I can't remember the name of it. Be Quiet or something like that? About the old Quiet, army, uh, the old army oh, veteran. Oh, was that this year? Wasn't no, that, this that year? was last, no. Yeah, I, thought, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, what was that? Uh, that Be movie quiet. was dope. I thought, I thought it was, it was a Don't year. Breathe. Don't Breathe. Yeah. I thought that was last year. Okay, maybe it was. It could have been. I, I, I might be wrong. All right. <clears throat> so, my worst. Uh, and one of these, I don't know. Listen, I don't know. Let me just list it first. I don't know why everyone liked this movie. I, it's one of those films where everyone liked it so much. I feel like there's something wrong with me for not liking it. Maybe it's because I saw it on a plane and I couldn't really focus on that small trying, screen of the back of the in, seat. Trying to throw in that huh? ball in. But go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Split. The hell? I love that movie. The Shyamalan movie. Yeah. Oh. I, to me, I don't know what the big deal was about it. We'd seen that. I feel like I've seen that movie thousands of times done much better. And uh, maybe I should watch it again. But, you know, I, it just felt like I, James McAvoy, I guess people loved his performance. He's playing multiple roles or multiple personalities, but. I just I, every time I saw I saw him on screen, I felt like that's James McAvoy acting. And um, the the most interesting part of it was seeing Bruce Willis at the end. Um, so I I just didn't get it. Um, but my next movie, Mike already had it on his list, The Mummy. Tom, dude, I, I mean, when I first heard that Tom Cruise was starring in that, I was like, this is uh, this is not gonna work. No one's gonna buy him in that role. First of all. And then when I saw, and I don't mean anything by this. Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> when I saw that the mummy was a woman that was not wrapped in mummy threads, I was like, here we go. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Yes. I can yes, let that makes slide. no sense. I can let gender slide, but the mummy wasn't wrapped up. It, I mean, it, it, why, not a mummy. why was it called? A, why do you call it a mummy? The, the classic mummy from the um, Universal in the 50s yeah, it was a mummy yeah what, what's that it's all wrapped up in the, the gauze right this one is not oh that's she's not shit. she's not wrapped up at all oh. well she was preserved as that and much much like the brandon fraser films they didn't come out wrapped up and oh, those why, made, those were great and those made a lot of money that's why i thought those two movies sucked <laughs> I thought they were horrible. I hate the Scorpion but those King. Those movies you know, are way better than this one. <laughs> they may be may better. Not be saying much, I, I, I didn't. Yeah, I, I would say that those are more entertaining. I still didn't like them. But I, it, to me, it's not the mummy. It's just it's this crazy woman 
running around and she looks just like um the en- was the enchantress Enchant- from Suicide Squad. Yeah, you know what? If they had cut those together somehow, that would have been some shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I saw no. It just I want to see a mummy. I'm sorry, just kill me. I want to see a mummy. Um, wait a minute, wait a minute. You said you want to see a mummy, but then you, but weren't you arguing that nobody wanted to see the mummy? I don't know what you. No, yeah, I do remember that. But go ahead, keep going. No, I'm, oh, you mean no one wants to see the movie, the mummy? I, I agree. Yes, but if you're gonna do it, do it right. <laughs> <It's hilarious. laughs> like if I if I if I'm gonna throw you a bone, take the bone. Damn. All right. Um, this movie here, the next one. I don't know what they were thinking. This is a sequel. The first one, which came out, what, two, three years ago, was pretty damn good. This one, they were like, fuck it. Let's get that paper. Kingsman 2. I still haven't seen it. God awful. Made no sense. Ridiculous. Boring at some point. Uh, What's her name? Julianne Moore, who is an excellent actress. I don't know why she took this role. I don't know if these were her ideas to play the character the way she plays it or if it was the director's idea. I forget who the director is. Matthew Vaughn? That, who? Is it Matthew Vaughn? He did the first one. That, yeah, that, yeah, that's it. Ah, horrible. It's a slodge or sludge. Really? Or whatever. Okay. It's just ridiculous. There are, there are a couple of good scenes where they, they basically just redo the scene from the church in the first movie. Mm. Uh, but then they try to redo other scenes that you're like, okay, that was fine back then. Ridiculous now. The American portrayal in this movie is just so over the top stupid. They're all cowboys. Well, that's America. And, they and, they, and their, their lair is a, they, they run a, um, a Tennessee or a Kentucky bourbon farm. These are secret agents. <laughs> Kentucky bourbon farm. Whiskey well, here's what they think about you. Here's what they think about you. <clears throat> All right. Number four. These are not in any particular order other than Kingsman and the mummy. Uh, Lego Batman. Just a waste of time. Waste of time. Not the Batman character at all. The Robin character is even more ridiculous. My son loved it. Kids will love it. But I was bored to tears. War of the Planet of the Apes. We talked about that. Just a, you know, just a, 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 an exercise in misdirection. Um, no war takes place in this movie. It should have been called Slaves of the Planet of the Apes, if anything. Um, and but there were a lot of <laughs> there were a lot of good digs at the political system in this movie. A lot of good metaphors, but just disappointing all the way around. Uh, next, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Wow. I'm going to say this is probably one of the most visually arresting films, but the visuals don't mean a damn thing if I'm bored to death. Mm. Something has to happen in your frame for me to appreciate how your frame looks. Wow. Uh, and then the last movie, I know y'all going to come at me. I'm ready. Thor Ragnarok. I ain't mad at you. Hated it. I hate what they did to Thor. I don't care if it's canon or not. I don't care if I say as long as they stay true to the book, I don't, get, I don't give a damn. I hated that movie. None of the characters behaved the way I am. I am used to the characters behaving. I think everyone was out of character. I mean, Valkyrie, I don't know that much about her, but I can tell by the name. She's supposed to be a noble warrior. Uh, the first thing we see of Valkyrie, 
is she's drunk and she falls off the ship just to get a cheap laugh. Thor hits himself in the head just to get a cheap laugh. There's a joke about getting jerked off by a hammer just for a cheap cheap laugh. So okay. you know, I um yeah, this movie was one of one of my worst. Disappointing. I've got Roman J. Israel. I think it was uh it was too over the head. The characterizations, just the main character, I didn't believe the arc he went through. It was just too easy how he changes and then changes back. And then Gardens of the Galaxy 2. I think they tried to go too far to capture the original magic of the first one. And everything that was popular about the first one, they just amped it up a thousand. And it was a mess. So that's what I got. Wait, wait, hold up. I'm going I'm to have to run with Jay Israel. I can't let that slide. You see it changes <laughs> and then changes back. The man spent, what, the mo- what 40 years fighting uh, civil rights. And... His law law practice is essentially shut down. He's trying and trying and trying and trying to get to the next stage of his life. And it's not going anywhere. So he says, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and be like the rest of the attorneys. Just be about that money. He does it and it fucks up his life. And he's like, you know what? I should have just stayed true to what I was because now all of a sudden it's popping off. So I get that. So I'm kind of confused by that. Well, I'll explain it. Uh. I could see a younger character, maybe right out of college, uh, late 20s, mid to late 20s, having a change of heart like that, okay? But this is an older, I don't know if he's autistic or not, but he's an older character. He's seen a lot of things. He should be stuck in, he, the, to make the character believable, to me, this is just my opinion, he would be a lot more stuck in his way he's than to just be just because he gets mugged one night, he's gonna be like, "Oh well, fuck it. I, I'm gonna buy a brand new suit. I'm gonna go cut my hair." But that I'm was a culmin- that was a culmination of things, though. Yeah, but it it didn't it didn't it wasn't enough for me to believe that he would change his whole uh, value system that quickly and then change back. I mean, literally, he's wearing the double-breasted suit. And he's got a haircut in one scene, and then I forget what happens. I th- I think uh, the jail. I don't want to spoil it, but the jailhouse dude that he's supposed to represent finds out some dirt on him, and then he gets all caught up in his feelings. And then the next scene, he's back to what he used to be. It just didn't work, and the culmination was too either too fast, not enough was devoted to that culmination as you call it, or uh, it was just um, I'm just not not convincing enough. And that wow. was the on okay. that me. I mean, oh. Denzel put it down, though, but the character. I mean, I thought the, the, the scene where he is in the community center, and I, I would have loved to them to expand on this, because I really wanted to get an answer to this, where he, and I would have done the same thing. He tells, the, and this is part of the culmination, he tells, he says, why are, the, why are the brothers sitting down and the sisters standing? And I'm with him on that. And the sisters were like, Nigga, we don't need you to fight for us. We can. We want to stand, and I can see their position too. And so that, to me, was the most compelling scene in the film. They don't do anything with it though. But we're supposed to believe that that was him saying, "Damn, they don't like him." When I try to help him out, all right, I'm. I'm just gonna go for the dollar then. It. It wasn't enough for me to buy that he would change his whole character that quickly. All right, all right. I still haven't seen that movie. Check it out. 
All right. We're going to shift our focus over to TV for a little bit. And I will say this. I didn't see as much TV this year as I did last year, but the one show, the shows I'm going to mention, uh, actually most of them, yeah, all of them I've seen the entire season. I'll put it that way. Or if it was a movie or something. Uh, so real quick, uh, one of my top picks, uh, Insecure, of course. Uh, that was a great show. Uh, Issa Rae, a salute to that show. You know, it, you know, it has, as a good show, it has issues in terms of subject matter, which, you know, as it should and keep people talking. Uh, but I did love that. Uh, the Punisher. This was prob. This for me was the best Marvel Netflix show. I watched that from beginning to end. Uh, I was never bored. Some of the other ones they didn't hold my attention. This one was written to me like a real. I have to hate to say it, it was like a real TV show. <laughs> like the stuff that I like to watch, I put this right up there. You know, this was on point. I can't wait for the next one. Love that character, man. Hardcore. Wrong one. Gotta love it. Frank, that's my neck. And what was uh what was his part <laughs> his partner's his partner's name? Uh micro. Micro. He 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 got my respect as the show. Here we go. go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> he he earned his my respect, but early on though, he was on he was you know, he didn't know he was dealing with and to me he was a, an example of one of these cats, man, that you know, he was a he was a keyboard warrior. But he didn't understand he was fucking with a real one. And the moment Frank ran up on his pulled up on his house where his kids and his and his old ladies, I said, see now, this is what happened. You don't stop it, you know. You are playing games. Hey, hey, Frank, I'm over here. I'm I'm on the other roof, you know, playing these little games. And and Frank was trying to tell you, man, I'm not listen, man, I don't I don't do all that. You know, and a matter of fact, I'm gonna touch you where it really hurts, homie. See, it, it was one thing when Frank finally ran up on Micro and had him strapped down in a chair naked and slapped. Fuck up. No. I was like, see? But when he went to his house, that to me was the coldest move. Because he knew he had him on surveillance. And he's like, man, I'm over here. You know, I, I could do, I could be on some Frank killer stuff. Or the coldest move was if I smashed on her. But that, do up your wife yeah man. <laughs> i knew the tv show wasn't gonna go there but it was the implication because she was kind of open to, yeah she she kissed on her she was ready to choose you uh -huh. know and i was like man that'd be a cold move because it's filming it you don't, you don't get your manhood back after seeing that yeah i was, you just like, I was like damn but but so yeah but but you know micro did his thing and as i mentioned i don't know if we talked about it on the show i wish frank slapped the shit out of micro there's that one scene well, Michael, Here we go. he was sitting down. <laughs> was he naked? I can't remember. Or no, he, he pulled was, his pants down. Yeah, he was mad because Frank, his girl, kissed up on Frank, and Frank was being an honorable dude about that because he backed off. Said, Yo, no, that ain't cool. And then when he came back to the to the spot, Michael was drunk, and he's, I'm Frank. I, I'm paraphrasing. Look at my dick, Frank. And you know, Frank played. Hey, hey, homie. Hey, now. Hey. Honestly. <laughs> Go on, man. Go on over there, man. And nah, Frank. And I was like, man, this nigga. I was like, are you nigga? You want some gay shit? Like, I was like, Frank, sock him in his chest so he can take the air. I'm like, <laughs> like man, I don't play that gay shit. <laughs> I was like, this is some bullshit. 
but but I love that show, man. You know, Frank Castle, he was the dude. What's the guy's name? I always call him Shane. That ain't his name, but he's, a, he's a good actor, man. He, he plays a certain role. Shit, sorry about that, late Jim. I wouldn't want, hey, I know he's an actor, but I wouldn't want to fuck with him in real life. <laughs> yeah, he come across like he's really about that work, but he might not be. He could be, he could be on some, uh, what's the guy who plays uh, Wolverine? He could be on his Hugh Jackman. You never, but I mean, d- them, <laughs> just I know he's, he's, he's an actor, but just like Keanu Reeves, them gun, the, the gun play. Oh, yeah, that, true that. No, that must come from somewhere. True. <laughs> Whether he's acting or not, I ain't fucking with <laughs> him. <laughs> All right. All right. Quickly. Uh, the next one is a guilty pleasure. Uh, Green Leaf. Uh, this is a show that comes on, I believe, the OWN Network. Wow. <laughs> yeah, man. I, hey, I said guilty pleasure. I didn't. I didn't. I'm not just a, a viewer. I'm the president. I bought this. Uh, we, I started. I watched the first season on Netflix. Right. Was they put it on Netflix? And I had never seen it before. Just started watching it. And I got sucked in. Ah, oh, this is my shit. I ran. I blew through that quick. And I realized, oh, the second season is currently playing. And I don't have the own network. So I went on to, you know, my Xbox. And when I saw, oh, man, I got, I got to buy this. I got, I, got, I want to see it. So I bought them and watched them. You know, they, they came out on a Thursday. I would watch them the next day. Loved it, man. It's, it's not nothing deep or nothing. It's about a black church. And it's a, it's a, it's soap opery. It's a lot of drama, you know, dysfunction. But I just this is a good guilty pleasure. So I really love Green Leaf. I'm on point for season three whenever that drops. So that's one of my favorites. Um, and then these last two, uh, the last TV show, it's a TV movie. Uh, I loved it. I actually bought it. Uh, Michael Jackson Searching for Neverland was on Lifetime. You know, we yeah. talked about the book, of course. Uh, remember the time. But I thought the movie was good. Um, it was they could put as much as they could from the book into it. But I really believe the actor dude who I think his name is Navi or something who played Michael. It's a hard role to play. And at times when I'm watching it, I just felt like I was looking at Michael. I was like, man, this I was feeling that movie, man. And I had um, recently watched This Is It again, just randomly. And I was watching. I was like, man, I started getting sad. I was like, damn, man. And I said, you know what? Let me go back and watch Searching for Neverland. And I found it on, you know, on the Netflix. Uh, Microsoft, so I went and bought it. It was only like four bucks to buy it. And I watched it again. It's like, man, this was really good. This was good. I really liked this. So I, I, t- I love that movie. Uh, and then the last thing I'll put on here, I just watched this. It's a new series called The Shy. Uh, yes. It's on Showtime, I believe. But the first episode is free on YouTube, which I think is a smart move. They put it on YouTube. They edited it. So they cut out you know, all the crazy shit. But go see that. Go watch the shot. They're trying to make it like The Wire, you know. So I, I think only the first episode is out. And uh, Chicago, Chicago is on. Yes, yeah, it's, yep. it's about Chicago, and it stars. Uh, he's gotten a lot of play. The guy who played Easy E. Uh, he's one of the lead characters in this. And uh, and hit Detroit. The guy from Detroit. He was in Detroit. Yep. Uh, he's okay. also in Kong Skull Island, right? He's, he's the guy that got booted off the airplane. I'm talking about on on Skull Island. No, on real life, he got kicked. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he he was. And you know, I was in in Skull Island. He was kind of cooning it up a little bit, uh, Buckeye a little bit. But I still love scared. But but in this move, in this TV show, it also has a lady from The Wire, uh, the black Asian lady. She was a police officer. 
Yes. She plays Shakima Grace. Kim Shakima. Ooh, her character in this movie. Uh, she's playing almost like uh, Neiman's mom or something. Like, just uh, Tommy Sotomayor would have a field day. But uh, man, that first episode was really good. And I say it's a cautionary tale that every young person needs to watch because it was a is an age old tale of you know you don't take what you're doing. I'm not going to spoil it, but you're not taking what you're doing. Uh, the importance of your actions and it's a great storytelling because it shows multiple stories there's multiple characters in this but it all sort of you can see how it's sort of converging and a couple of the characters sort of touch a little bit but what happens there's a young boy at the beginning of this what happens listen it's sad and I didn't want that to happen but I understood the actions that the father took, even though they was wrong. But damn to say, if there had been any one of us and you didn't know the real truth, and this is what you would have probably did. This is sad. We caught up in the moment. You did the same goddamn thing. And I was like, man, this is a cold piece. So go watch the show. I'm curious to see what y'all think about it. I'm curious to see how this show progresses. I, I'm like, damn, they're going to make me get a showtime just so I can watch this shit. <laughs> but uh, it seems good. It seems good. So those are my um, top uh, TV. Oh, ah, let, me, let me put one thing in here. You guys, I know y'all seen, everybody has seen Law & Order SUV Special Victims Unit. Yes. Before. SVU. SVU. Lord <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> SUV. Oh, I'm sorry. They be, rolling, they be rolling in some Jeeps on them streets. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's one of those shows where you... You could just plug in and start watching it anytime. And even if you don't really watch it, the premise of these episodes would kind of lock you in and kind of want to see what happens because they be on some shit. <clears throat> so I was looking at Hulu and I was like, let me let me just watch one of these. Man, this episode I watched, this maybe the, the premise. It was an MMA fighter. He was dating um, some chick who's like big on Instagram, right? So she's like a social media type person. And she goes out with this dude and she's posting about it. But so here's what happens. She goes up to him. He's balling out of control. He must be a popular dude, right? He he invites her up to his penthouse suite where he lives, you know, on the top. And they're outside, you know, it's nighttime. Look like it's New York or whatever. And he tries to kiss her, right? She's like, nah, I'm cool. And this fool puts his hand on her throat like and i'm like what the, the hell and uh, basically he rapes her right i'm like wow this is sick man this dude is sick and she like posted about it but then deleted the post or something like that so that's how the cops got at her and she was like no i don't want to press charges you know blah 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 and the police they put together her earlier posts because they can see the MMA dude she was dating. He had a tattoo on his neck or something. And then whoever the dude that was on top of her that she posted had the same tattoo. So they were like, oh, it's this guy. So they go to him, right? And say, yo, get you for rape. And he's like, nah, I didn't rape her. Matter of fact, she wanted that. That's That was just why, you know, she was into it. And I'm like, huh? And he's like, well, listen. Uh... I might, I might confuse some of the events, but he's basically saying, I got receipts 
why it's not right. I got text messages from her telling me she want this, right? And they're like, okay. He presents that. So they go back to the girl. And they're like, well, what, really, what really happened? She don't really want to talk about it. And you know that one, the, the white lady on there, she's the lead. You know, I, I guess her character got raped or something at some point in some of the seasons. So she's always, you know, she's she go heavy on that. That's why they go heavy on that. And she was pushing. Oh, you got, we have to stand up for women, blah, 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 blah. And uh, the girl's like, it didn't really happen. I don't want to deal with this anymore. And then they present, they're like, yo, we got, the thing is kind of saying like you was with it. And she's like, nah, I wasn't, you know. And then they they go back to the dude or something. And then he brings out, he got more receipts talking about she asking me for money. She was on, she was trying to get money from me to make this whole thing go away. So she really orchestrated this whole thing. And they're like, what? He's like, yeah. And they're like, uh, you know what? My bad. He said the money thing first, I think. Um, because then the police was like, well, set up the meeting with her. If she comes to get the money, then she's lying. Because it's still her word against his. So he's like, cool. So matter of fact, he's sitting out there in the park. And here she come. And she sees him. And she busts off running. And the cops run out and grab her. Oh, we got you. See, this is an extortion attempt, blah, blah, blah. But then she, she's like, no, it's not. I was going to meet somebody for an audition. And they're like, how are you just going to be just happen to walk through here? And she's like, but I got the text to prove it. She had receipts. And I was like, uh -oh. damn, okay. And then, matter of fact, I got receipts. And then, so they go back to the dude. And he's like, no, nah, see, I got texts where she tells me to specifically to grab her by the neck you know if she says no put it in anyway all this kind of shit and i was like damn this shit is getting crazy and crazy like this show is a trip here's what happens we go back to the chick then she got she got texts from dudes saying bitch i'll kill you so you don't know what to believe then they realize this is what happened they was both getting catfished <laughs> somebody had hacked into both of their <laughs> shits and was sending messages back and forth, setting the whole thing up, right? Pushing them to do this. But see, what happens is, here's a, what happened was, the DA dude, he's like, well, he didn't really rape her then. Because in his mind, she told him to do it. He got proof. He didn't maliciously just raping he was thought he was part of she liked that fantasy so we can't really try him for rape he's saying ain't no court gonna convict him of that he got receipts got a bomb ass lawyer it's not gonna work and they said well we got the the ip address of the person who did it we, we're gonna go investigate and find them he's like well you can charge them for rape only way you're gonna be able to charge them for rape is if there was a rape but since ain't no court gonna try him ain't no rape and i was like wow and so they had the dude. Now, this is big MMA lawyer. I mean, big MMA fighter, right? He's balling. He got his career. Oh, Ampoo, you got to leave like that? All right, sir. Yes, yeah, sorry. Have a good New Appreciate Year. Appreciate it. Happy New Year's, fellas. Yep. Great year. Great show. All right. All right, player. <laughs> yep, you canceled. Oh. <laughs> so real quick, real quick. Uh, so the, the dude's like, they say, well, the only way we can move forward is if Mr. MMA fighter, you would have to admit to raping her. <laughs> He's like, huh? Oh, hell no. And, and I'm like watching this and I'm like, 
I mean, I'm like, listen, it's fucked up what happened. But if he omits to rape, he gonna go to prison. He's done. And he's like, nah, I can't. I mean, I'll say I'm sorry. He's looking right. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You know, but that just and his his lawyer, a black dude, he was like, hell no. Ain't gonna admit to that. That's ridiculous. You know, it's unfortunate, but but you know, there's no other way we're going. You know, that one lady, she she really putting it on. I was like, here we go. Now I'm sorry, Q. I was like, here we go. Here go that lib. Here go them liberals. <laughs> I'm like, come on. So he's like, nah, I can't do it. But of course, I'm like, this is Hollywood. He gonna do it. The next scene, come back. He get it back on the phone. Okay, I, I'm gonna do it. I'm like, huh? Who does that? And so he goes down for rape so that they can go drag this, the, the catfish person who actually is a girl, young girl, out in Hicksville, drag her all the way back to the big city and put her on trial. But, I mean, that show is crazy, man. I was just like, man, this SUV. Nah. <clears throat> and, then, and then they had another one. I'm not going to go all deep into it. But the other one, I ended up watching another one. Here's how it started. Dude was uh, iced tea. They go, they get a call to come to this hotel. And they come to the lady's like, oh, we got some screaming upstairs or something. He's like, oh, okay, we go up there. They see some blood and blood all on the floor. And there was like a wine, you know, ice thing where you put the ice or the wine in. And he opens it up and looks in there. It's like, oh, shit. And he closes it back up. He's like, what? It's somebody's te- testicles in there. Somebody whose nuts was in there. Ew. Dude got his nuts cut off. <laughs> put it in the thing. I was like, what? And it's just this whole story about these three chicks, man, who cut my man's balls off. <laughs> and and they happened and it and it just but I don't want to spoil it, but it was like they had ties. It was three random women who was in this hotel room with this businessman dude they're trying to connect like how did they know him why was they with him and then why they cut his nuts off it gets so crazy man i, I was like that shit was it special victims this show was yeah. off the charts i, I i'm telling you this mike <laughs> from knowing you as long as i've known you and ever since your i heard your first review of babylon ad what 10 years ago <laughs> i guarantee you I could go watch them episodes and be like, this is not nearly as good as Michael's description of it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no these, these two episodes actually are. <laughs> it's just so outrageous. And I, it, they infuri- infuriated me, as I, particularly the rape one, as I was watching it. Because I was like, bullshit, man. There's no... And at the end, you know, they showed a news clip. Because the, the MMA's name was Monster. And it was like, Monster's Caged. And I'm like, damn, he took a murder rap. I mean, a murder or a rape rap? I, rape, rape. I mean, a rape thing. He took a rape thing. He didn't even. I mean, it wasn't even. I mean, it was, but he wasn't. He didn't. He was tricked into it. I was like, he threw his, his oh, career man, was that. over, man. And he, I was like, damn, he, all his stuff was done. I was like, and, and it's, it's telling because of today's climate. I was like, that's crazy. But now, SVU, uh, I know. Um, Mar- Margita Har- Harskate or whatever her name is. Mariska. Mariska. Who's the male in that? Is that that's not um Vincent D'Onofrio, is it? No, not anymore. He was on um Criminal Intent. Who, who's the male? Oh, uh, it's uh yeah, they got different. They got different shows of Law and Order. 
So no, I'm not, I know. I'm trying to remember who the guy is. It's Richard Belzer and somebody it's else. Young, right? It's not a young kind of dude on this one. And then Ice T. And then there's another girl, too, a blonde haired lady, which was so hysterical. Let me tell you that, that one blonde haired lady. Uh, so the other lead dude, not Ice T, the white dude, he was trying to. He was trying to. Uh, he, he was like, they were at a. Um, they went out to the Hicks town to investigate the, the, the cat catfisher person but they went to the bar and they was getting drinks right and i was like i already know what's gonna happen you know they getting drinks they out of town oh <laughs> you know what i mean so i was like okay here we go and uh and the and the dude at the bar was kind of low-key trying to holler at the girl too right but she left with the cop dude her, her partner and they go back to the hotel and they you know looking at each other at the door and it's like oh, i could go down but then he's like, ah, ah, you know what? Come on, we need to stop, you know. But now you know he wanted to smash, right? So he walks away. And this is so hilarious. The next scene, it was the next morning, they show her door open up. Now, I think the cop dude is sitting outside or he's just walking up. The bartender came walking out the room. <laughs> I was like, damn. Oh, girl, they playing out there. <laughs> And you know, old boy was salty to the rest of us. <laughs> I've like, been sitting here beating off all night. Yeah, you let like, the bartender get up? Sucker ass. I was like, you little buster. Don't be mad. And she was like, you know we're human. I was like, damn, SUV is a nut. I was like, wow. She just, she's busting them down out here. He had his shot. Misfired. She was like, somebody's getting. Somebody getting into something at night, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he made the right call though, because you got to work with her every day. Well, true. Shout out to Tavis Smiley. True. You know, you, you don't want to. Wow. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. This is not. We're gonna get into that, but anyway, well, I, I'm, I'm done. You guys got some. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, real quick. I didn't know it was gonna get into TV. So I'm sure if I put more thought into it, I'll come up with some other shows. But um, I got to say, man, well, first off, Star Trek Discovery, I think that's the best new show of the season. Hilarious. I said it. You don't don't just happen to host a Star Trek podcast. But go ahead. Yeah. No, I I, shoot. Free publicity. Red shirts, baby. Um, Star Trek Discovery. I love the show. It's got problems. But I realize even as an old man, I can... Change my tricks. Was that an old dog can't change it? What's the what's the? Teach an old dog new tricks, man. Right. I got taught some new tricks. I'm not as old as people would make me out to be because I'm flexible. I I have okay. Let's remember these these statements. We'll remember these statements. (laughs) Now the other show, I was expecting it to suck ass, but I'm finding myself liking it, and that's Walking Dead. I was pissed to find out, oh, we're going to have a whole season where they fighting Negan. Ah, oh, it was boring in the comic books. It's going to be boring on TV, but I'm sorry. I found myself like they just finished the um, the the most. I think they did just finish the uh, midseason finale. They did that. Yes. I don't. Should I spoil it? Or no. <laughs> Mike, I want approval. Uh, no, I don't. Because I haven't watched it. Yet. Oh, oh uh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Well, okay. Something major happens, and it's kind of like you're kind of like really, really. But I found myself tuning in every. I, I had to see it on Monday because I don't have AMC, 
But uh, yeah, I, I'm really into it. Mike, you said Punisher, and then I'm gonna say this is more like a cr- the crossover event that I can't believe how much I liked it because I don't like two of the shows, that being Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow. But Crisis on Earth X, to me, that was dope. Uh, And I said it, I'll say it again. Supergirl, I think it was a Supergirl episode. The fight scene in the the wedding where Flash and Iris are getting married, that scene, the way it was shot, staged, the way it looked, better than anything other than the Superman Flash scene in Justice League. Better than any fight scene in Justice League. So I highly recommend those four episodes that made up that crossover. Most disappointing show, I have to say, and I don't know if either any of you watch it. Maybe you do, Big Sexy. Uh, most d- disappointing was uh, Curb Enthusiasm. Whoa! Not very funny at all. They had uh, Lynn Ma- Manuel Nori. How do you Mariega? Lynn whatever. Manuel Miranda. Miranda. Noriega, cute, really. <laughs> Come Send on. all your hate mail to me, y'all. I, not that y'all all look alike. I just didn't get oh shitty, and then just keep shooting. <laughs> I just didn't get the name right. Um, he wasn't very funny. It was just ah, it, Larry David. As much as he was my hero, um, in the first four seasons of that show, I think should be belong in the Smithsonian. I think he should stop. And but he has been greenlit for a tenth season. I just heard. But a uh, very disappointing season this year. That's all I got. All right, all right. Uh, man, uh, Big Sexy, you got any uh, call-outs for TV? <clears throat> oh, I got a few. I got a few. I'm surprised you didn't say uh, Insecure, Q. Don't tell us your show. No, it was a good show. Um, it was just one of those shows on my periphery. I will watch it, but I don't want to put it on my best of list because I had I did have problems with it. But, I mean, it's not all a right. bad show. I had problems with it, though. All right, all right. Well, let's see here. We got a couple. We got a lot of. I'm looking at my list. I see a lot of, uh, you know, off the beaten path things. So there's not a lot of ABC, CBS, Fox, and whatnot. But we'll start with the Punisher. John Bernthal did his thing, and again, being a Marvel Comics guy, that I don't want to spoil it, but the end of the season answered one big question and sets up the next arc. It's oh, that was great. That was cold-blooded. That, that was cold-blooded. I felt for my guy, too. As much of an asshole he was, I felt bad for him. Not me. When I saw where they landed, like, I know what's coming next, and boom, they gave it to him. Uh, American Vandal on Netflix. Now, this is a show that um, is in the style of a podcast, actually, called Serial, that followed, you know, a, a guy accused for murder. He says he didn't do it. In American Vandal, there was a kid accused of vandalizing a bunch of teacher car, teachers' cars with graffiti, specifically painted on dicks. It is hilarious. It is hilarious. It's coming back for a second season. I just something else has popped into my head too, and I would be in not insecure. I would be lacking if I do not mention my man, The Rock. Ballers. Yeah, yeah. He is oh, yeah. not an yeah, NFL yeah. agent, but he yeah. is an NFL financial advisor. There are differences. Now, on the show, they have a lot of blurred lines between the two, but you know, I like what he's doing with it because it is pretty accurate, and it's a lot of fun, and I like that his character on the surface is all that. 
but underneath, very, very flawed. I like can, that a lot. Can I can I jump in real quick since you're talking about that? Yeah. To, it was a very interesting season see, seeing him try to um, bring the team to Las Vegas, right? Yeah. Two problems I had with the <clears> – <throat> one problem I had with the season, I didn't like the resolution. It just seemed like they wrapped it up too fast. I don't know if you agree with that. And because uh, they were can, – can I – should I spoil or no? Sure. Mike, do I have, Mike, you want to watch Mike, it? Well, <laughs> I've seen it, but I don't know if the, vi- the viewers and listeners have seen it. So all right, all right. Well, so, yeah, all right, all right. I thought the, one of the biggest arcs was wrapped up way too neatly, and it was like, really? That's it? You know. Uh, but the other problem, I, I do like the rock and the roll. That ooh, <laughs> The rock and the roll. I like the, rock, I like the rock playing the character. The problem is, is that he's so likable, the Rock in general, that the character, even when he tries to be an asshole, it just doesn't work. <laughs> he never does anything wrong, or he never, he always comes out as the guy you want to cheer for because he's the Rock and he has that charming personality. But when he tries to play bad, it just doesn't. Like there was one episode, I think it was this season, where he's on a radio show. With a guy who really has a radio show, I can't think of his name. And there's a football player on who's given him who's given him a little bit of the mouth. And he tries to jump bad and they get into a fight. And I just didn't buy that it. Was, that was first season, yeah. Was that the are you sure? I'm uh yeah. He got into it with Terrell Suggs, yeah. Maybe so. All right, all right. But I I'm saying that that's the only issue I have with Joe. The rock is too affable and charming. For him to ever, to him to be a fully dimensional character, because he, even when he tries to do something that's wrong, it just doesn't play so, out. So in other so words, nice. you're just a hater. <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm not a hater. That's the point. <laughs> well, I mean, I, you know, I, your problem is that he is, he's just a fly ass dude and he's so chariz- charismatic. There are people like that in real life and they can do bad things, but because they're just so cool, they kind of slide by that. You just kind of, oh, okay, well. I, to me, that's oh, no, the no. whole point of his. To I, I, me, I'm that's the character. Is like, he's the, the Rock is that dude, but this character is that dude. So even if he does something that's like bad, he's such a likable guy. He's got a lot of game. I mean, his character to me is just a lot of game about him. Where even though he does some things that are wrong, he's just a cool ass dude. If it was somebody else, you'd be like, ah, he's horrible. But there's people like that in real life. They just they just out of game about him. They they likable type type people. Even when they tell you something stupid, you'd be like, I can't really, I can't not like you, man. God damn. <laughs> I, I, I know what you're saying, but I don't think that's the way it is. For, for well, I know least, for I, you, you don't see it that I, way. I'm just, I'm giving you my opinion. That's well, no, I'm just saying that when, even when you're supposed to not like the character, when they want you to not like the character, I still like the character. I think that's, and I, I think that speaks to, to who the character is. There's a lot of characters like that are, you can't help but like them, even though they, you know, they're bad people. You, you love to hate them, or you, you you love to love them, even if they're not oh, okay. likable people. Big, big sexy will understand what I'm saying when I said, let's talk about Kai Wen. Now that's the character <sighs> who I hate her, and I'm supposed to, but I like, I like the character because I'm supposed to hate the character. With the Rock and what's his name, uh, Spencer Strassmore. Yes. When you're supposed to hate him or when he's supposed to be doing something bad to further the story, it doesn't work. 
I don't think I you're ever supposed to. I don't think you're ever supposed to hate his character personally. Yeah, I, I'm with that because he's got you know these um, let's just call them call them uh, personal challenges that he's you know avoiding, and mm-hmm. yet dealing with you know because if you don't deal with the problem, the problem deals with you. So they're setting that up for down the line. That's going to be a big problem for him. Well, if so, you like, I guess if you like everything about a character, though, it's not a very interesting character, is it? I don't think you like everything about this character. Well, that's kind of my point. That I think it's just you, <laughs> like you said. All right. Okay. Haterade. Haterade. <laughs> How can it be haterade when I like the character? I'm all over the place. What? The, list, the listeners that, know what I'm that talking. Plat- is that platinum, brother? Yeah, is that it platinum? is. I just took a sip. <laughs> listeners know what I'm talking about, but it's not. It's not a bad thing. But go ahead, uh, big sexy. All right, moving right along here. Again, staying with HBO, uh, I did enjoy Big Little Lies, uh, a story about a you know a group of parents in this one moderate community. One little boy is accused of doing something that he did or did not do, and. It just went from there. It had a uh, Stepford Wives vibe to it, but then you peel back the layer. Everybody's got problems in Monterey. It was very well done, and I don't know how they're going to come back for a second season, but they're talking about it. Um, Now I'm going to go a little off-kilter here. Rake, season four. Rake is a show from Australia. It is about an attorney. Who is always in trouble? It is. Um, hmm? Greg, the Greg Kinnear show? Oh, hell no! The Greg <laughs> Kinnear show ripped off the Australian show, and the Greg Kinnear show was complete shit. The real show is on Netflix. Oh, it is well done. I love it. I am all in on that show, and I have been for four years. Uh, Comedy Central, the cartoon. I'll use Mike's phrase here. This is my guilty pleasure. Legends of Chamberlain Heights. I think that is the funniest thing on their channel. It's about, you know, some three kids who hang out in Chamberlain Heights. It is not remotely PC. So if you're easily offended, don't waste your time. Uh, Two of them are black. One of them is white, and he thinks he's black. It is hilarious. I love it. I watch it every week. And uh, I mentioned this in the film portion. I'm going to say it here, too. The Defiant Ones. I cannot raise enough about this miniseries. I see on Rotten Tomatoes, it got a perfect score. There it is. That speaks for itself. You know, and there's so many things from it. So many things you learn from it. It is just, it was the best thing happening this year and my number one show showtime billions love that show i want to see that show i never, never that's it. the one with um paul giamatti right yes that's my show it's got paul giamatti as the uh ethically ambiguous u.s attorney chasing uh, Dam- uh damian lewis who came to fame in homeland on right. showtime now he's leading this show. He is a hedge fund investment banker, and he's you know supposedly the villain, but he's likable. Paul Giamatti is a I don't want to call him dirty, but he's definitely a questionable, and he's not likable. And his wife is played by Maggie Siff, who was on Sons of Anarchy, and the show is 
the best thing on Showtime. Is that a um, is that a a series that has multiple seasons now? Oh yes, they just wrapped. They're they're preparing to premiere season three in February. How many episodes did they put out a season? Ten. Ten. I gotta it get. So I don't have. I might have to go to Easy News to check that out. Can I go on show? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm not one to recommend you know skullduggery of you know alternative means of acquiring a show, except for this one. It's that good. All right. I want to throw out a show that uh, real quick that um, I just watched the first episode because I heard good things about it, and I think it's god awful. Uh, Marvel Runaways. Anyone watch this? <sighs> I, haven't I seen don't it like yet. the book, so I've not seen it. Mike, you seen it? Not yet. I haven't seen it. I mean, what I liked about it, Big Sex, you appreciate, Mike, you might appreciate this too, because you um, kind of put me on to BBC shows. I like the fact that it has, it doesn't have that American feel in the title credits and the music and the shot composition and the cinematography. It feels like a BBC show. So I was all into it when it first starts off. But then it's like, oh, this Big Sex is everything that you and now I uh, hate. All these fucking teen, dry, whiny, <laughs> white crybabies and oh yeah, this and that and oh my mom and my dad and uh, this, get the fuck out of here with that. Oh, so it's just like the book, okay? <laughs> oh my, it's like move on. <laughs> so yeah, I I tried watching it, um, but I I couldn't get past the first episode. All right, going back to uh, Greg Kinnear real quick. A lot of times. U.S. producers will take a BBC show oh, or sure. a Japanese show or an Australian show and fuck it up. Yep. Because Rake would Kinnear is terrible and lasted half a season. It's terrible. The the real one on Netflix, light years better. Light years. You know what they need to do, and I'm not just I'm trying I'm not trying to just gas Mike up. They need to get off their ass and bring back Survivors. Oh no shit. That was great. Uh, yeah, yeah. The first two seasons was great. <laughs> yeah, I think that that mo- it was just too early. I think if if it would have came on now, as there's oh, more people online and different things, it would have probably kept going. And somebody, you know, a Netflix or somebody would have picked that up and said, "No, we snatch that now." But uh, so the other thing about this year too, I think, is we really started to really see uh, the shift was was even more apparent and more legitimate the shift from you know regular tv you know the regular networks and even the 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 viewing habits uh you know changed dramatically and and was really supported this year because a lot of these shows that we talked about one they weren't regular network shows traditionally network shows and two we didn't watch them in a traditional manner of all the shows come out this day or you know, you got to watch them. We watched them when we wanted to watch them. Some of them we were able to binge watch. Some we kind of waited or we watched them in other things. But in terms of this, this oh. traditional sitting in front of the TV at eight o'clock and all that, that's to me this year was proved it was a wash. Like that's yeah, it's that's over. done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's other networks that have come up that have came up with. I mean, we mentioned Netflix a lot uh, throughout this conversation. Uh, HBO, I think, is more prominent. Showtime, you know, sort of broke away from being behind the chain of you had to have cable. I mean, now you can pay directly. You can watch these other channels. So this year we really saw uh, 
the explosion for that matter. So a lot of the shows that you mentioned, Mark, I hadn't even heard of or seen, but there's so many other ways to watching shows now. It, to me, it's almost like, and I think that's why I didn't watch as much TV because there's just so much to watch. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. And there's a there's lot, a lot a of lot. good stuff, actually. There's a lot of good stuff, and there's so much. I mean, there's a lot of like, like you know, Q was asking, how many seasons they got? How many episodes? <laughs> you already know there's such an investment going in because there is so much content and it is so much exposed to us now. Um, but so, now you know having we, I'm sorry we finished well go ahead okay no I'll, I'll wait <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay anyway I'm trying to I'm trying to get rid of that image of not wanting to be cut off but I cut off everybody <laughs> that's all right good. go ahead man you got it um I forgot one of the this show man this show is pumping on all cylinders and ironically it's a network show Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Please tell me y'all watching that now. Hell no. I can't tell you that. Listen, <laughs> I'm telling you, you guys are missing out. This is the last uh, the, the last three seasons. I can't remember how many se- seasons it was on, but the last three seasons, including this one. Man, this, this show is one of the best shows on, net. I'm going to say, network TV. Stop it. I'm telling dude, I'm... Trust me. It, it, it could be. I, I'm just not going to. I'll tell you right out. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not saying it's a bad show. It's just what I've seen before. It didn't interest me. And the problem I probably have with that show is that I know that it's tied into the Marvel Universe. And they're not going to show me what I want to see from it. Uh, and I imagine it's probably on its own trajectory, which from you, it sounds like it's good. I just don't care. I mean, there's so much other things to watch. I don't. I don't. The only trajectory I want to see with that is them tie into the Avengers. But what did and, Punisher and show you? Well, the Avengers, Punisher is not tied into the Avengers at all, really. So I, I don't expect him to be interacting with those characters. He didn't well, start with those characters, and he ain't never interact with those characters. Go ahead. I don't understand why it is. Agents of Shield supposed to be tied in with the Avengers? Isn't that how he started, uh, Coulson? He was in well, all the Marvel was, movies. He, and he stuff? was in. He was in the Avengers, but Agent Shield wasn't really played up in, in the Avengers. No, and then he saying, went on to another he, division. He was of in all of the Marvel movies up to Avengers, <laughs> and they had Shield in all the movies in some capacity, didn't they? I just recall Agent Coulson. I don't remember Shield having a huge presence in any of the Marvel movies. Well, okay, well you don't remember uh, they, Sam Jackson. They were in all the. They, again, they were always seen in the movies. That I were know, part but I'm of, talking about they, a, a team, a Shield team. Oh like well, no, have, I, you're right. But I'm saying is, if that team and they don't, for me, I want to see Coulson interact with those guys how he started, and he's not going to do that. And maybe they would prove me wrong in this next Avengers movie. But whatever they got going on in that show, I'm not saying it's bad. Trust me, it's just I don't have an interest to see it because I'm not really doesn't really interest me uh, what they're doing. I've seen the first season and maybe some of the second and it was cool, but it's not on the level of the movies. And that's the expectation that it instilled in me from the jump because that's where they come from. And so I, just me, I'm tainted where I'm like, eh, I'm good. Not to say it's bad. It just doesn't look like it's something interesting to me. And I don't watch all of the Marvel movies off the, off the rip. They have to really be entertaining to me. Otherwise, I'm not going to finish him. So not, what was that you said about me and Baller? So you, you're just a hater. Okay. I, I, I'll be hating. I'll be that. I can admit to that. I, I'll just say this. And I'll leave it alone. I think if you watch the last three seasons, you will see that this show establishes itself 
you won't need all of the characters from the Avengers for this show to stand on its own. I, and I can agree with you, but I'm not. But that's the thing. I don't have the time to invest in the three seasons. To, to under, it doesn't matter to me that big a deal. So I, I'm not going to watch three seasons to get that. I'm good. I'll just take your word for it, but I ain't watching. That's too much time. All right. I think the problem, for lack of a better word, with the traditional network uh, model is they seem to be invested way too much in bullshit reality shows, which is sending you know the viewers to Netflix and Hulu and Amazon. Is that still true though? I don't know. I don't, the I don't Netflix, agree with that. I think that's true. I there are so many reality and you know reality based competition shows. Yeah, but those are those are on those channels that are built on reality shows like yeah. VH1 and, and those, you know, those types of channels, but their whole program is reality, and they're very successful. But I don't think I think people want to see that will watch that. People who want to see dramas will watch dramas or or whatever it is that they're into. There's just too much. I don't think reality has anything to do with it. It's just a it's a different playing field. I think people want to get good programming, and they don't want to have to like sit through it till it gets good, unless you can dump the whole season on them, and then they can watch it. But I think that weekly drawing them out. And it's a slow pace. To me, that's dead. Like, I'm not watching no shows like that. Uh, if it's going to be a slow pace, then drop me the whole season so that I can really get to the good stuff. But there's just so much niched TV shows Yeah. that you just yeah. don't, you know, you can watch. No matter what you like, they got shows for it. I'll say that much. You know. Well, let me ask you guys this, too, on that <clears throat> summit of, of niche programming. Is anybody still watching Master of None or uh, Orange is the New Black? I've never seen Masters of None. And I'm I, not familiar. And I don't watch it? Orange is the New Black, though I do think it's a good show. Okay. I, I think it's, well, uh, I think uh, Masters of None, I seem like I heard of that, but Orange is the New Black, those kind of shows, I just think they kind of plateaued, maybe. I mean, they still probably draw a crowd, people who are. Do- Dedicated to the oh, show, the watching it. Tori will watch that. If it had dropped today, she'll binge it in the day or the next day and be done and be wanting the next season the day after. <laughs> so the fact, oh, shit. But, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Niche programming. The people that love those shows, they'll blow through that. You know. But I, I do think uh, I, five years ago, what you were saying about reality shows were, were the, was was still the case, but. In terms of network, I think they the only reality show I can think of are uh, is The Bachelor, which the Bachelor, they, The Voice. Uh, oh, okay, I was gonna say now if you're calling that reality show, I see. I don't really consider that a reality. See, I do. I can those competition reality things. Yeah, they're show. reality to me. I consider that like a competition show, not a. It's a contest. Reality. Is a con like a game show almost? Yeah, to me, you see reality a lot of shows yeah. are like House, with the Housewives, or Love and Hip Hop. Those are yeah. Those are the reality shows, the scripted sort of reality shows that are very popular, obviously, but they don't even play on network TV. Those are playing on cable channels. That that, that their whole programming is sort of geared to those shows. I I, I get a perfect example. I was I don't even couldn't even tell you what channel it was on. But I was watching, there was a show de- dedicated to a guy who trains dogs to go into people who, to go to homes of people who want dogs. Yeah. And I actually, I actually, I actually was sitting there like, oh, I can't leave yet. I want to see if they get the dog. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with me? 
But if you're a dog lover, you love that, right? It's so niche down, and there's a space for that. You know, House Hunters, all those types of shows. It's a very niche programming. There are audiences for those. Network TVs would not touch a show like that, right? But these right. other channels, like, hell yeah, we'll base our whole fucking network on this type of stuff. And, you know, and there's a space for that. So that's why it's a great thing. Whatever you're into, they got a channel for it. Um, let's move forward. Go ahead. Last comment, and then we'll move forward a little bit. I'll tell you one show that I haven't seen yet that I would watch is they don't have any gun competition shows. I haven't seen that. Oh, Lord. You'd be surprised. Well, here's the other. Let, let's shift into this. Um, the other thing that I probably watch more than I watch TV is YouTube. Um, YouTube has replaced TV for me. Uh, I watch YouTube every day. <laughs> uh, whether it's me sitting at my computer or it's on my phone, I watch those programs every day. And I want to shout out a few of them, uh, the shows that I've seen. And again, Netflix, excuse me, Netflix, YouTube is, is, is a brilliant thing because to me, I'm not tied to the TV. I, I can watch, you know, obviously I have a long commute, so I can watch those shows when I'm commuting to work, uh, sitting in the bed, whatever. They're on your phone, they're on your tablet, they're on your computer, they're on your TV. But Netflix is the thing that probably gets played more than anything. And I watch these shows and the content, you know, comes daily. Uh, but some of the shout out programs that I will say, first of all, there's actually a, it's a show called Mayhem. Uh, it's a it's a, a street drama, uh, you know, drug dealers. I don't know what city it's based in, maybe New York or uh, D.C. area. I'm not quite sure, but they're on like season 2.5 or something like that. Love that show. I religiously every time it pops up as a new episode, I watch it. Uh, to me, the storytelling is brilliant. These guys are not actors in the traditional sense. Some of them may be playing themselves. I don't know. But they just have gotten better and better. And it's so funny. And it's it's just a great fucking show. Action-packed. So authentic. Uh, love that show. Shout out to Mayhem. Um, uh, the shows I watch all the time. Sometimes uh, Everyday Struggle, uh, which is a talk show. Uh, about hip hop culture, it, it was with Joe Budden, who recently left the show, and DJ Academics. Yeah, I meant to ask you about that. Yeah, uh, I will say this: this show's only been out for like eight months, but they really came in and shook up the game and got you know, you, you saw my, memes of their stuff and different things. Again, great programming, <laughs> great show, loved it. But yes, the current thing is Joe Budden left the show, so I'm curious to where they go forward with that. Um, he, is he the guy who was interviewing? Uh, it was the Demigos and yeah, that was it was everyday struggle. Yep, that was one of their big moments. You know what I'm saying? And, they, and again, they had these big moments that went through the culture. You know, you, you heard about them. These moments were bigger than things that were happening on traditional TV. So that's why I say Netflix is such a different thing now. But so shout out to them. Of uh, the Breakfast Club. You know. Uh, watch some of their stuff and they have interviews that I like. We'll watch those. Uh Tyreek Nasheed, you know, he's broadcasting twice a week, or maybe three times a week. He has the ISM radio with the, the, the girls, content flowing out. I also watch uh Collider Video. Those guys that, you know, podcasting or they do movie type stuff like what we were talking. Uh John, John Campia show. 
he was used to be with Collider. Now he moved on to his own thing. Um, Angry Joe. Uh, if you want to see a guy, uh, he mainly started doing video game reviews. Very popular. But he, he's Angry Joe. So he goes in. Q, if you think you, if people think Q me mad, go watch him. Angry Joe. <laughs> he really, he, and he does like, he gonna get costumes. He makes a big production of the, the review. Uh, when he does his real reviews, but he does movie stuff now. Shout out to them. And you know, obviously, he's a force to be reckoned with out there. Um, God, there's so many. Uh, Beyond the trailer, shout out to her. I, I, I like her reviews. Um, Chris Stuckman, you know, another movie review guy. One of the, I, oh, I, yeah, I, I watch him too. Yeah. yeah, very, you know, if there's a movie coming out, I want to see what he thinks about it. Uh, Jim. Jeremy Johns is the other big movie reviewer guy. I watch him. I watch him. I actually met him uh, maybe last month. He lives, he lives here in Seattle. I happened to see him at Barnes & Noble's. Cool dude. Um, but yeah, this, so there's a lot of uh, Netflix. There's a lot of stuff I'm forgetting. Uh, Comics Explained and Comics Storian. Shout out to these guys. These are guys, and, and Mark, you may like them. They will take a comic issue and break it down and do the whole story as a video i've caught up on no way yeah i caught up on a couple of runs of stuff by watching them you know do it and they show the panels and they break the whole story down uh to me brilliant these guys have you know, millions of followers doing the thing uh what's it, what's it called check out comic storian comic Storian. yeah Let's see. Uh, then comics explains is, is a brother that does the same thing uh, Dope Spiel is another brother that does this type of stuff. There's a whole genre of that you know, comics thing. Uh, also, I like uh, DJ Academics. Uh, you know, another young man who uh, just did his just does his commentary on hip hop and different things that he likes. Uh, amassed quite the following. Uh, now he you know, obviously he's on Complex with Everyday Struggle, but I have to tip my hat to this brother. You know he. Uh, did it on his own terms. He started his own stuff, created his own movement, and whatever happens with that everyday struggle, he's gonna always be good because he's a voice that he didn't. He made his own lane, and uh, hate it or love it, you you have to tip your hat to that. That's he he didn't he wasn't co-signed into the game. He just did the work, uh, and he's a trailblazer in terms of this new media going forward. Cats like that, they're, they're the trailblazers, you know. So you have to tip your hat to the young man. Uh, for, for for that alone, uh, double toasted. You know, I, I still watch some of their stuff. Um, there's I could go on and on, but there's a lot of uh, J3 Entertainment. Also, want to shout those brothers out. Uh, love watching their reviews. Um, I can't think of the other brother that's a part of that, but he has his own thing, and they do these Friday night uh, live streams. They'll go for like five hours, sort of doing what we do, but they're all sitting in his apartment doing it. And and just some good stuff, man. Those brothers out of L.A. They they keep it one thousand on these movies. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of great YouTube stuff. Lovely, lo- lovely tea, uh, and of course Tommy Sotomayor. Uh, all you know, there's, there's a lot out there, man. Um, all right, what else do we have here, real quick? Um, I wanted to jump into. Just just to throw in some. Uh, oh, I, I'm sorry. I also forgot uh, Corey Holcomb, 5150 show. That's another 
show that's hilarious to me. You may remember that show. They had a moment this year where they had, uh, what's the comedian they had on there and he got in a fight? Was Zoe Williams on the show? What? <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> oh uh, Ari Spears. Ari Spears. <laughs> they went to blows? Yes, no, man. They- it was oh, yeah. hilarious. Yeah, he didn't get them, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he, he did. did go in there and cut <laughs> it. And they cut it right there. <laughs> what happened was Aerie Spears is on there drunk, talking reckless, just greasy. I guess he was talking crazy to Darlene. Uh, used to be with Ice-T. And Zoe, Zoe was in his emotions. He, you know, he was in his feelings a little bit. And, you know, and this is what happens. Cats, he just starts swinging on them. But it was just crazy. But but I like that show, Corey Holcomb's show. They they go hard on that show. They they don't give no fucks. They, you know, they wow, hilarious show. All right, uh, wanted to get into some books, man. Just throw out some books real quick, uh, as well. And this first one I want to throw out. I can't even. I don't know how to say it, so I'm gonna let, I'm gonna spell it, and y'all can educate me. It's a <laughs> it's a Japanese thing. It's I N U. Y A S H I K I. Oh, shit. You are Shika? Hey, let's go with that, man. I went to school with her. She took my milk money. <laughs> well, this um, this is a manga. Yeah, I'm going to go in. <laughs> this was a manga. And uh, Comixology recently had a, a sale going on, and they were selling all of them for $5.99. So I was like, man, I had read the first one maybe early in the year and I was like oh they got all 10 of them for sale I'm just gonna buy them up I ended up reading it in, in like two days love the story hardcore come to find out I'm looking on Amazon and they got the anime to this I didn't even know there was an anime to it but they have the exclusive on the anime um, so I'm saying go check out if you want to check out the manga of that go check it out or go on to Amazon you know Amazon has the different channels and they have a uh anime channel called strike i believe so if you add that to your prime watch the show i'll spell it out again i n u a i'm sorry u y a s h i k i last hero go watch this show is crazy there is and i think in the news it just happened because i think the last episode was just posted on people were talking about it but it's in the book there's an appearance by donald trump Man, it is so crazy how how they see Donald Trump. You know, this is a Japanese show, and and what happens? I was like, wow, and and they're clowning him, but I could see him doing that. Like he's so ridiculous. And the story generally is about there's this old man who's the lead character and has that name, and this boy, and somehow they get they their bodies are turned into these robotic killing machines. Like they look like regular people, but their backs are open up and they're like they're robots and mechanical inside and they can do all this crazy stuff. And it's a character study essentially of the man, what he does and what that young boy teenager does. They both go down entirely different routes. One essentially becomes a hero. One becomes a villain. But it is a very, uh, it's a hard R, you know, book or movie. But it was really good, man. And um, I used to talk about this show called Gantz years ago. It's written by the same guy. And that's how I heard about this. Because I was like, oh, what is he doing next? And this was his new thing. Um, but, 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 man, this was, was, was deep, man. I was, this is how hardcore it is. I'm not going to spoil the story. But some of it was hard to read. Because there's a part where this is Yaki, Yakuza. 
gangster type yes. dudes. Yakuza. And there's he, he's looking out his window of his penthouse, and there's a naked body behind him. It's a young lady, but she's dead. And they have like um, all these needles and stuff. Like they she they shot her up or something. You know, she over OD'd and just died. She's face down naked, and he's butt ass naked, just looking out the thing. Right, and he's got the tats on. And he's like, get her body out of here. You know, I'll find another or something. And then it shows these dudes, other Yakuza dudes, I guess they're in a steam room, you know, steam bath or something like that. And they're just sitting in there sweating or whatever. And this and this dude, the, the tattoo dude, he's super tall. So he walks in there butt-ass naked. I'm like, whoa, what's... And all the other, he tells other dudes, leave. Except for this one young dude just sitting there, thugged out dude. And thugged out dude is like, Man, get the fuck out of my face or something. Move. And tall dude just standing there. And he's, suck it. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> dude was like, what? Suck it. And he oh. just grabs my man's head. You know, he basically, I guess you would say that's rape, whatever. But, got, you know, forcing him to do that. And he's, dude's like, <laughs> you don't stop. Stop when I come. I was like, whoa. No. This shit is too far, yo. And it, but it's showing you what kind of dude this dude is. You know, he's hardcore. And this is like, this ain't the lead character. This is just another character in the world, right? And he's like, he he's going down the street. This is later. And he sees this very innocent young girl. She works at this shop or something. And he's in his mind, he's like, I got to have her. And so this is sets up how this girl, she's just an innocent girl. She's a about to get married she's a good person and dude's stalking her and he essentially snatches her off the street kidnaps her and then she's laying naked in the bed and he's like you're about to be mine you know i'm gonna make you mine blah 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 and i'm like well this is some, this is not good you know this is crazy but it's it's a set this is a setup so what they, they do that's the hero you know he really has to step up and say that and now this happens in the book but everything i just said also happens in that anime <laughs> and i'm like god damn. but the show is wild man uh it's really good it's actually i guess it's going to be a, a movie they're going to do a movie in japanese based on it but it's some good stuff man and like i said donald trump is at the end and, and i just say that there's a there's a meteor sour that's about to hit the world it's another thing that's happening the meteor coming in and it's sort of ignored throughout the story but when they realize that no this is going to take out the whole world and of course you know america is such a power so even japanese they want to know what america's going to do and what trump's got to say about it and the speech trump gives on the air <laughs> it's so out of it's all over the top but i could see him saying it and it's interesting because even in another country the words that he would say would reverberate and influence what's going on in the streets. I know I probably just just butchered that word, but it, it is felt in the streets, and people start acting on what he Trump said, and it's up to the hero dudes to really stand up. But I'm going too long on it. But go check it out. Trust me. Trust me on that. I ain't steered you wrong yet. Trust me on that. Go check it out. All my all my anime manga dudes, you have to go watch. There ain't even a question. Like it's good shit. Um, all right, quickly, I'm gonna go through these real quick books. Uh, remember the time the Michael Jackson uh, book I say check that out even Man, even, even the audio book you, you could check it out is this the book about the bodyguards 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the time. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely check that out. Uh, I love that book this year. Uh, Black Privilege by Charlemagne was another good book. I actually the audio book is is exceptional because it's him telling it, narrating it. Uh, another one I read this year was great. The Everything Store. It's a story about Amazon, how I started. Man, well, I learned about some game and, and how to how to get how to Amazon then took over the world. You go read that book, man. It's, it's a blueprint, it's some good stuff. Uh, replay. I reread that book this year. Great time travel story. Uh, Every little step. My story, Bobby Brown. Oh, uh, good. I listen. I say go listen to the audio book. It is narrated by uh, Bobby. You will get past the part that he can't really read and he struggles sometimes, but it's such a great book. Great story. Um, and, and when you hear it from him, you even give him, I got so much respect for him after hearing it. Uh, and I would imagine that would be, actually it is going to be a movie. They showed, they, they cast in the guy who played Bobby from the new edition movie is going to, going to do it. So I can't wait to see that. Uh, the other book, uh, the Hollywood commandments, a spiritual guide to secular success. Uh, the, the author is Devin Franklin. He's married to uh, Megan Good. Excellent book. Excellent book. Uh, he's a movie producer out of uh, in Hollywood, but he's also a spiritual person, Christian. Great stuff, man. A lot of blue, a blueprint in that book, how to conduct yourself in any situation. Uh, also, uh, one of the best books I read this year, Prince and the Purple Rain Era Studio Sessions, uh, Dwayne Tudal. Blueprint. You're a Prince fan, even just music fan, must read, must read. But blueprint to how to how to how to get you know how Prince did his thing. Uh, another book, Prince book. I love this book, The Most Beautiful, My Life with Prince, my take. Uh, shocking, shocking book, <laughs> at times. Uh, another shout out book, uh, War Cross, uh, fiction book, sort of set in a sort of virtual world. Uh, quickly. Uh, Prince, A Private View, Afshin's book, the picture book. I thought that was uh, very well done. Uh, the Rise of Prince, uh, 1958 to 1988. A Alex Hahn's book, another exceptional Prince book. And lastly, one I thought well, I enjoyed was Chaos Merchants, uh, Murder of Tupac's Court and Torius Big. Uh, very explosive book. Some details in that. I hadn't heard before, different theories. Um, so those are some of my books. And then also I got to throw in uh, Doomsday Clock. Uh, yes comic book the two <clears throat> issues are out right now I, I love both of them great stuff so there you go uh, I just, go ahead I just looked up <laughs> Trump manga and this one thing came up if this is the speech you're talking about I mean this they got Trump wild <laughs> <laughs> that's Can what I I'm just, talking about is this, is this it Can I, I'll just read one line you are free to rob or rape. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the purge like a month. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's how the Japanese hears what they think about you. <laughs> it's crazy. What's interesting is that in the earlier in the book, Obama's the president, but I guess it was you know, it's done over time by the time it ends, it's Trump. But anyway. Um man, let's what time is it? Wait, 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 wait. I got oh, a couple of books. I'm sorry, go I got ahead. A few books. Niggas read. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hit a lot of biographies this year. Uh, back in the early portion of the year, I read the I Am Charlie Wilson biography. Oh, how was that? And I, you know, 
I don't, I don't want to spoil it, but Charlie, like the vast majority of musicians, he got done wrong. Now, I do know things about him of a personal nature I'm not going to reveal here, and so I have zero respect for him as a man. Wow. But from his artist artistry aspect, he got taken advantage of by somebody really close to him, and that, just, that is not cool. Um, I read Not Dead Yet, Phil Collins, loved that, loved that you know, a great deal. Hmm. And yes, I also too did enjoy the Dwayne Tudal book. I also enjoyed the Alex Hahn book on Prince, and my taste book was amazing. You know, she just let it out there. It wasn't any type of scandal. It, there wasn't any malice. It was like, look, this is what happened. You know, we had a great thing, and it just things that happened to us worked to uh, push us apart. It's, it's pretty sad, you know, how well, what happened, obviously, but she she shared her story with us. On the sports front, there's a pro wrestling announcer, legendary, named Jim Ross. He wrote a book, loved that. And also people know I've been doing a lot more music things. I read The Rise and Rise of David Geffen. Mm. I was kind of disappointed by that, but that paints a it paints a picture of that man. And I'll, I'll leave it at that. I read Sticky Fingers, the story of Rolling Stone magazine, and primarily their publisher, Jan Winter. Mm. That book was bullshit. I want my money back. (laughs) (laughs) And the things that stood out the most to me, where is it? There were two. Have Gun Will Travel, Ah. The Rise and Fall of Death Row Records. I learned a lot about that company. That's a great book. I really enjoyed it. There were some inaccuracies, but it was still a good book. And Empire State of Mind, how Jay-Z went from street Mm. corner to corner office. Mm. Didn't you Again, read I, uh, Original Gangsters as well? Is that you? No. Oh, I didn't okay. read that. No. Okay. I may have seen it. I mean, I've seen. I've done a lot of research on uh, Death Row and Jay-Z and some on Puff Diddley as well. But learning more about Jay-Z, I, I've always respected his business sense. But watching how he... You know, mapped things out and his ascension up through Def Jam and beyond Def Jam, and how he handled the uh, controversy with Crystal. I have nothing but admiration for this man. You know, the guy's amazing. And finally, I want to give my girl Jill Jones a shout out. She turned me on to what all you need to know about the music business by Donald Passman, and I learned so much in that book alone about what things we're working on here. So Jill definitely gets a big shout out for that one for turning me on to it. Word, word. Okay. Check that out. All right. Uh Q, did I, you have I, anything? Uh haven't done as much reading as I'd like to say that I should. Uh and the reading that I did do was audiobooks. Least but, uh, I um I read Al Franken's book, uh Hurts my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Just the tip in? Is that what it's called? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Giant of the Senate. And um, I know I read a couple Prince books. What was the. I read uh, Maite's book, well, no, uh, audio book. And um, 
the Prince book, I can't remember. We were talking about oh, it. Oh, you said the Ronnie Rowe book. No, Ronan. Right. Yeah, yeah. that one. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, there was a book that I in, had intended to buy with the guy that you interviewed this year. What was his name? Uh, either Alex, Alex or Dwayne Trudeau. What? Alex Dwayne. or Dwayne oh, Okay. I think it was the Alex. Was His was a photography book. Am I correct? Oh, uh, no. Afshin. That's him. Prince of That's Private him. View. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than that, I read, um, <laughs> I will read, downloaded uh, audiobook, um, Star Trek Discovery Desperate Hours. And it was quite disappointing. However, it does kind of give you a glimpse for the Star Trek fans who are peeved about the continuity discrepancies. They don't really explain that, but they do make it clear that this this uh, version of Star Trek does take place in the Prime Universe because there is a huge subplot with Spock and Michael Burnham. So, all right, all right. Um, uh, this could be days, but just a few of the learning moments of this year. Uh, <laughs> some of the L's of this year. Uh, I'm just gonna dig back real quick. Some somebody I forgot about. Um. Soldier Boy, earlier this year. I don't know if you remember the video. Oh he yeah, was he gonna do the boxing match with somebody? Or well, like that, that was Chris Brown. But there was, before that, it was a video of him walking down the street with some gang members or something, and he ended up getting punked by one of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was early this year. Uh, one of the early ales. Uh, remember Kim? We talked about this. Kim Burrell. She had did like some uh, sermon where she was saying some homophobic stuff in the sermon. Oh, yeah, she got right. her radio show got canceled. She was pretty much she was going to be on something else. It was it was some big movie I think she was going to be a part of or something. They took her out of the performance of the movie. I can't remember. I think it was a movie with John Legend or something. I can't remember. But yeah, she careers kind of fell from that. Uh, Chrisette Michelle. I'm saying her name right. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, oh, she yeah. was going to right, maybe she did perform at the Donald Trump inauguration. And nobody saw it. And uh, she got blasted for that one. She tried to come back recently, you know, with Black Lives Matter song. It was like, get get her out of here. Um, (laughs) You know, kind of got shut down. Um, Some of the more, of course, probably the biggest L and the one that probably, am I saying, correct me, what's the word? Reverberated or reverberated reverberated throughout everything was Harvey Weinstein. That, That was the one that. Uh, that, that was the one that really just you know when you drop uh what's what are these Thor's hammers called like Mjolnir Mjolnir you want me to drop the hammer it's, you know it's, and nobody else can really pick that up yet because <laughs> everyone's still feeling it uh you know that just so many for a time there was every day every week who was next you know who's next to take the L whose career was done. You know, so many, um, you know, now we even, but even before Harvey Weinstein, actually, if you remember, um, uh, L.A. Reid took the shot on that earlier this year. If we remember, first they announced that he was stepping down from Epic Records or something like that. And they never said yep. why at first, but then they were yep. like, oh, that was some sexual shit. Oh. You know, so he was on the original OGs of that this year. Well, Harvey Weinstein came in, of course, then you heard, um, what's my guy from uh, the Netflix show? Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. 
Kevin Spacey one uh, uh, Matt Lauer you know that was a that was a left field oh, one. I forgot about Matt. Oh, he damn. took a he was like he was here one week. And next he gone. What happened? Charlie Rose. Charlie Charlie, yeah, Charlie Rose. Rose. Yeah, you, a lot of your guys uh Q. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Al, was it Al Franken? Al Franken? Uh what's the other the comedian SK or CK Lewis or Louis CK? Louis CK. Now, now is there another one of your guys Q? Louis CK? Yeah. You're a fan. Oh yeah, I was a huge Louis C.K. fan. Yeah, a lot, wow. of, these, a lot of these cats are, you know, and then we got Tavis Smiley. Uh, kind of tried to they, Russell, tried Russell to, Simmons. Russell, uh, man, Russell Russ. Uncle the Rush Russ. Cars, man. Come Damn. on. And he had took he he was kind of out of order with his. He sent the the email to Terry Crews. Saying, yeah. hey man, give that hey brother, give him a pass, you know, he apologized. <laughs> and now he had Alex and hey, he had to step down. <sighs> Past these nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it was a rough <laughs> year. Uh, Roland Mark took an L too. They canceled the show. You know what? I heard they're bringing him back. They're, they're, but not on the same on something different. On the right? ne- same network, but they're gonna bring him back and do a different show. So He's somewhere he's he's probably uh, clowning and and cooning, right? Like a hey, talk show. That's or your guy. Show. I thought that was your dude. Oh, I thought you were. I thought that was your guy. No, I'm just saying they'll they'll bring him back, but you can't. Black 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 networks and news just don't. I don't know why they can't make it work. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I don't know what that is. What there is about that? Well, because uh, maybe y'all don't want to watch news. Just, I love watching news. Just, Y'all don't want to read audiobooks. Oh, that's <laughs> fire. <laughs> but you notice that the, the, the audiobook I did read was something about politics. What, Star Trek <laughs> Discovery? First of all, you didn't read anything. <laughs> Giant of the Senate was about a, uh, a guy who becomes a senator and the politics involved. Well, yeah, you read that one and then you read the Star Trek. So, I mean, it's not like you. Yeah, I'll, and well, actually, let me they'd be clear. You didn't read any. You didn't read a damn Thank thing. Thank you. <laughs> you listen. You listen to some way. podcasts. I still uh, have more information than you two have about these books. What of, of the Al Franken uh, molester and Star, Star Trek damn. money grab book? It wasn't a molester. Well, whatever. You talk, oh, you're well, not whatever. talking about Star Trek and money grabbing. I know you're not. I, I was, it, it, that, you, you just described oh. that as a, as a money grab storyline. I mean, it's just it's just there to explain I, something from the TV show. It's not like that book needed to be out, did it? I didn't say it was a money grab. No, I, I said, said it was, was. It was not that good. That's all I said. Right. I said I said it was a money grab type of story. Oh, I thought you said I said that. No. I'm not saying it was a money grab. I, I understand that there's going to be tertiary content. Sure. I think I think it's a money grab when you have to read the content to understand the visual medium, whether it's TV right, or right. movie. It's well, a money right, grab. Right. Let's be clear. You're not reading anything. So. But I'm still. <laughs> I'm still taking the content in. Oh, so. For sure. But just uh, let's not use the word read if that's not what you're doing. Okay. I don't know. I guess that's a stickler for some folks. Okay. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not a stickler. When somebody says, hey, man, I read this. No, no. Actually, you didn't read it. That's the reason why I, I that word say, exists. There's a reason why there's, there's a book and then there's a headphone. So there's two different. It's not a stickler. <laughs> Why, why, why are you so stuck on that? I'm not stuck on nothing. I'm just want you to use the right words. It. I never said I read it. Well, no, I, I know. I'm just saying you didn't read. I'm just, you were saying it would be a money grab if I had to read something. I'm saying, well, yeah, to be clear, you haven't read anything. So I, I'm just being a stickler for making sure we're talking properly. 
don't don't okay. take that as a slight. I think I think audio books are great. I listen to some audio books. Okay. I love them. But anyway, um, okay. <laughs> Talking properly from the guy who said reverberated. No, I, <laughs> right. But I'm using the word properly. That's not all. Oh, yeah, I I'm rich, and you're actually broke. Well, I was rich to this ter- this person, but I actually ain't rich. get out of here with that. Niggas not reading. But anyway. Let's Mike move on it, boy. I, hey, I've told you I'm drinking my podcast. That platinum, boy, shoot. I'm gonna get me some of that. Seven X, baby. <laughs> but anyway. Um yeah, man. So there's a lot of L's that that went down. Um there's there's some I'm forgetting, I imagine. Oh, oh wait, Joy yeah. Villa. She just got an L a couple yeah, days ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Making America Joey. Great Again. There was a young lady who had to make America Great Again. Oh, the, the booty grab. Booty smack woman. Yeah. You, you notice they hit her heavy and, and swift. Like she yeah. came out with the allegations. Fox News posted that story the next. Bye, We got videotape of you slapping another dude on the ass. Explain that. And then they came with. The, oh, that's different. The smear. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. The smear campaign came where they have all these other pictures of her and then other footage of her talking about she was at the strip club and they rubbing pussies on her face. And just why they, they was ready for it. They was like, you step out of line. We got you. Trust me. And she's apparently trying to run for some kind of political office. Did you hear about that? Oh, that's not going to happen. You're <laughs> done. <laughs> and you find out the black folks don't want your back. Is she black or Hispanic? No, she's a black woman. And my, she's my understanding. Out of work. But man, that's what happens. Uh, Omarosa. Oh. Man. They had to kick, they had to escort you Have out. Have security come field. and get her. <laughs> <laughs> Whoo, where was wow. Trump at? Where was your. And the thing is, n- I, people who saw her on The, the Apprentice. Aren't surprised because she did the same thing when she got fired off that. She went back in the office begging, crying, Donald, please don't fire me, please. Hmm. So this is not not a surprise to anyone. Wow. I don't, I don't remember all that, but it would be that's fitting. <laughs> she did. She went in there and gave it up. I'm like, come on, girl, hold your head up. Damn. Now she, they, some of the rumors that she may have a book coming out. That you know the book is coming. Gonna be shading on Trump and Ivanka. Man, what it was that other lady? Yeah, what Donna Brazil should edit it. Yeah, Donna. What was her? What's her name again? Donna Brazil. Donna Brazil. Mm. <sighs> uh, yeah. I mean, so it was a lot of lot of L's this year, man. A uh, lot of lessons learned. I, I will say this too. I'm going to speak to black men for a second. That's in prominent oh. positions. Here's what, here's what we have learned this year. You, if you got an organization, you know, you're, you're self-made and you know, you got ties to other organizations where you have sponsorship deals, where you get your money from and stuff. Men don't have sexual relations with people who work for you. This goes for everybody, but don't do it. It's not worth it. Don't put yourself in a situation where you are alone with women and it and it could be misconstrued. A case in point, Warren Moon, football player. 
think he played for the Seahawks for some time. Ah, uh, Warren Moon, yes. Played Warren. in the calendar first and went to Houston, mm-hmm. then went to the Seahawks for a bit, ended up in Minnesota. The boy's got a record. He's got a history. Yes. So him getting popped again does not surprise me. Yeah, he 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 was a he's he was he's notable here locally because he was one of the announcers of the the, the Seahawks football games here on the big radio station. Um, I didn't know and, that. And yeah, and so we got a lot of lot of. I think he went to. I think he played for the he Huskies. He went to college there. Yeah, he played for the he Huskies, went, which is our, yeah, another one of our big team. So he's, yeah, I guess he's kind of you know, hometown type of dude. So when those allegations hit, you know, the radio station that I listened to, he was he was always on there, right? So he was gone and he stepped away. And they finally, they, he came in and said, I'm going to do an interview and, and address this. I implore every man to go listen to that interview. Uh-oh. <laughs> in the interview, the, the guy, Dory Monson, who I have a love-hate relationship with, but anyway, the, the, he reads the accusations from the young lady. And the first thing, Warren's like, oh, I, I, I ain't read it. I don't know. I don't know the details. You're lying. You're not going to step away from your job and the big pay with, you know, with the Seahawks talking about, you don't know what they said about you. Stop lying. Second thing, the lady in the allegations, (laughs) the lady in the allegations said they share rooms together. Now this lady was his assistant and they would travel around the country to different events or whatever, the games, and they would share a hotel room together, bed together. And she was, you know, allegations, I'm paraphrasing that he would try to grab her ass uh, you know, tell her to put on lingerie, or I don't, I can't remember if she was saying he pulled his stuff out or not. So I'm not gonna say that. But here's hey. here's the problem. He, and he and so he gets on the radio. He's like, well, yeah, we we shared a room together, and you guys shared a bed together. Yes, of course. I mean, it was purely purely platonic. Nothing sexual ever happened. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's assume you you got a million dollars at least. You, you you're employing her. What other company CEO shit even a McDonald's manager and and they and they had a, and they got to travel to Hamburger University and some other state with their coworkers. What other boss is going to have a, a male is going to share a hotel room with the female underling? Now let's just say, oh man, they share a room. They have double beds. Okay, I don't buy it, but okay. But they don't have double beds in his case. They slept in the same bed. And I don't have her name in front of me, but if you go look up this lady, she's fine. You know, blind hair lady, she's fine. Wendy Haskell? Oh, shit. So, Warren Wendy Haskell. What's her name again? Wendy Haskell. Yeah, go look up Wendy Haskell. Stop playing. Warren, stop! Oh, Warren, come There's on! No man. way in hell! <laughs> oh God, you know what I'm gonna say? <laughs> I, I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> I know, but there's no really? way. Yeah, there's no way really? in hell you're gonna be in the bedroom with her. She works for you, and you're not trying to smash. You're not broke. You can go get another hotel for her, that, a hotel room. Ridiculous! And there's and he and he admits to multiple times where they share rooms. Even the co- even the host who was really sucking Warren's dick because they worked together, even he had to like, well, you know what they're gonna say, Warren. It's highly irrational that you know he was sugarcoating it. But I was like, bullshit. Ain't no damn way in hell you in the same room with that chick uh, traveling around the country. Nobody does that, bro. 
And then you want to say you wasn't touching her? Stop lying, nigga. You're too old. Nothing. Say it again. Have we learned nothing from OJ? No, and he was being. Oh, here you go. No, and, and you're right. He was on his OJ. That's why I couldn't understand. I was like, bruh, what are you doing? Even if she's lying, they got receipts that you're in the same room with her. So you might as well just go in and cut the check because she did hit him up and she wanted some millions to make it go away. And at this point, bruh, cut the check because you got multiple. All you're going to do is pull up the hotel and you're going to see y'all was in the room together and she worked for you. So you're in violation. Uh, she said she said no. And you said she didn't. It's going to be your word against hers. Who you think they're going to go with? Who you think? You're going to lose your career over it. Even if you say you're right. You had to quit. You're done. The NFL ain't going to touch you. So was it worth? That's why I don't, I don't understand. It's a, it's a teachable moment. It's a, Bruh, don't do it. Don't, don't do that. And listen to Warren Moon's story. And then if you go look at his record of other past stuff he's had with women, it's a wrap. Please, bro. You should have known by now. He's a dumb nigga. That's a dumb nigga. Uh, he, he, who, Warren, who, who does I don't that? Track record of this. And the thing is, what bugs me, you know, about Warren Moon is I was watching an episode of um, Inside the NFL, got several years ago, back when he was an active player, and they have him on the sideline, and a, some player said something, you know, that needs to be bleeped out. And Warren's all, well, you can't use that because I'm a role model and we can't have that. And then all this shit comes out. Like, you fake motherfucker, man. Fuck you. Yeah, he's... I don't understand. See, we went at it with uh, your man LeVar and the white woman on the radio show. She was was, uh, calling out, oh, uh, what were y'all saying about the, the, the woman that cries out against the threatening black guy? Are you threatening me? Are you threatening me? This chick was threatening you, bruh. I mean, come on. Even I can see that. You don't do that. No, you don't take a subordinate and put her in the same room, man. Come on, man. Yeah, that's one on one. Like Mike said, you can be going to, you know, McDonald's <laughs> Burger College, whatever you call it. Come on, man. No. Prince said it best. You'll be screaming like a white lady at the count of three. <laughs> Here's some of the stuff I looked it up. It says Haskell refers to one instance in which on a business trip, Moon grabbed her crotch while she was sleeping, oh. while she was sleeping. And that when she pushed his hand away and said no, she had to endure the remainder of the night with him sleeping with his hand on her buttocks. Uh, uh-huh. On a trip to Cabo in October, Warren drugged her by slipping something in her drink and proceeded to, uh, despite her pleas to stop, ripping off her clothes. Haskell alleges in the lawsuit that she reported Moon's ongoing sexual harassment to Sports One marketing CEO David Metzler, but that no action was taken against Moon and that instead, among others, her pay was cut. Oh, Fitz, Sports One's about to write a check. Yep. Fitzgerald <laughs> said to Thursday that around the time Haskell filed the lawsuit against Moon, she informed Sports One marketing that based on what she experienced, she wasn't comfortable going back to work environment. Um, again, you can question, you can say, oh, that's bullshit. But see, the thing is, wh- why was she in your bedroom? She worked for you. What, what were you doing? Why, why would you have her sleeping in your room? You said it's Why is she required to be in your bedroom? Yeah, that's, see, that's the that's problem. The <laughs> well, why was she, why, let me just, I'm not trying to. Oh, yeah, you are. Go ahead. Here, but why 
would she accept multiple times to stay in his room? Because he, he's her boss and she told her to. That's what she'll say. Yeah, that's, that was her <laughs> job. He said, look, we're going to Burger University. We got one room. Let's go. And that's her job. So And so you, oh, I, I appreciate that. But then he says, I only got a room with one bed. That's your job. Really? Well, well again, when you work for somebody and you're the boss and you say those things, you're going to open yourself up. If that person can say, well, I felt I was pressured to do it because this is how I get paid. This is my livelihood. He's my boss. That, that's the sexual harassment part of it. So you can't be doing it. So you and, and again, who you think they're going to put the responsibility on to cut the check? Not her. Mm -hmm. It's going to be on I him. Guess my, my question is, when he first said that, why not go to HR at that point? Uh, she said she did go to HR. And they and didn't they do cut it. They, cut, they, her they cut her pay. <laughs> so that's why they're going to cut her a check. And and, and again, large. I'm not saying she is right. I, I, I could be like you, Q. And, and why? You're right. They're going to say all that as they should. But as they are saying that, they're going to have to cut a check. It ain't going to stop them from that. Cut that check. That, because they're in a position of power. So they're going to take that loss. They're going to be right all they want to be. Well, why didn't she do that? Well, I'm an underling, so it ain't on me to. You uh, set the rules. You set the rules. So that's why I said, men, smarten up. There's no reason to set yourself up. Now, all he had to do with, to be smart, again, she has nothing to lose. He got everything to lose. So it's on to you, if you don't want to lose everything, to say, you know what? I ain't even put myself in that position. Yeah, I want to smash, but I ain't, she ain't going to be in my room. So that wasn't he married at the time anyway i think he was say he was been he's not been married for four years okay okay but it's the same thing with tavis smiley man and i'm not saying he did anything wrong but he admitted that he's had relationships with the women who work for him bruh can't do that you're a smart dude you at this age you should know how the game works you think they're gonna go to bat for you over this, they're gonna cut you, cut all ties. This show was canceled. Right? They don't care. Nah, we ain't fighting over this. <laughs> no, you can go settle that yourself, but you're not getting no money over here. And all the sponsorships, hands up, shake their head. Well, I don't know if you did or you didn't, but I damn sure know you ain't gonna take my money. So we're good. <laughs> you got to go over there and that's what happened to him but again if some sense would say i bruh i know that she looked good i know they look good but this is where you eat that's right there's others out there it ain't worth it unless you're gonna wipe her up it ain't worth it trust me what if she come back and say you did something foul then what do you gonna you think you're gonna have enough time to not get money, so you have to fight these allegations, even if you think you're right. So why test it? Was she that bomb that you would test? You gonna risk there it all? There you go. There it is. Right there is, it is. Is she that bomb to risk it all? I don't think so. There it is. So to me, you That's, gotta go common sense, man. I know you're not supposed to say this. I know women might be listening, but she's nice. But uh, uh she's not career nice. She's not career ending nice. Nah, not unless you're gonna get married to her. But nah, what, what happens if she's like, I want to continue? You're like, nah, I want to smash the new girl. You think, oh, okay, 
Mm-hmm. Well, I would hope that if he's trying to wife her up, which, you know, there's no evidence of that, but if that was his move, he would go about it a little more respectfully. Instead of like saying, look, you're staying in my room, what's up? You know, well, it's the, the power. it's the power trip, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, man. This... Fellas, don't get caught up, man, because <laughs> let me, let me, tell, you, let me tell, tell, talk to the fellas for a moment. When I was, uh, right when I passed the bar exam, I was on the old classmates.com website. <laughs> and I put that, I was on, you know, I'm a lawyer now. And someone I went to high school with, and we had uh, times together, we'll leave it at that. She called me up out of the blue. Yeah, we can be back together. I'm like, baby, we were never together. <laughs> Let's not get it twisted. We had a few good times. Well, if you, you know, get with me, you can do X, Y, Z to me and blah, 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 blah. I said, baby, let me tell you something. And Mike, feel free to edit this word if you need to. Uh-oh. There you go. But, but, I, but I said, I said, this is a direct quote. I said, baby, look, you have to understand, pussy is ubiquitous. And she's all, what does that mean? I said, we're exactly. done here. <laughs> we're done here. Say no more. <laughs> say, say you know, no more. so fellas, you know, and it's not even a gender thing. It's like anybody in who any has position earned their way mm-hmm. in, in that position, you got to be thinking about this because there are targets on your back. People are lying and wait to get you. You got to think this through. Yeah, you're you right. Work too hard. It goes for any gender. Anybody that's got anybody. something to lose. Think yeah. about it first. Like, it's not worth risking all of this for just some, it might be a fling or, you know, just let me for a little something, something. Come on. Yeah, it ain't. You know, think about this. And particularly, and I say it particularly to men, because in today's, the Me Too climate movement, oh, yeah. they're Get just going to cut tight. It ain't even about court of law. It's a court of that pocketbook. And they ain't fucking with it. <laughs> But I didn't do it. <laughs> it was nice knowing you. We appreciate, we, we respect everything you've done for us. It was nice knowing you. On to the next. This climate. But I didn't do the. Even Tavis came out swinging. I have to. I salute him for standing up. But if you think PBS is gonna about face and make themselves look crazy, nah, yeah, that ain't gonna happen. Ah, it's fine. Sign of the show. Keep it. Keep it moving. We get another one. The Cornell Water Show? Get him in here. Cause, ah. Can I just say? Go ahead. This is what black men, black people need to understand. We feel like we should have, I, I'll take it to the police, too. We feel like in this arena, just like when we get stopped by the police, we feel like, shoot, I'm going to assert my rights just like the white boys do. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> yes, sir. No, sir. Hands on the steering wheels in full sight. Paperwork, right? Yes, sir. No, sir. What'd you say? Uh, no, sir. No, he niggas here, sir. Hey, man. I know, I know being a black man that carries, even though if here I get go. stopped, I could be the most polite dude on the block, I still have a greater chance of getting a bullet in my head than anyone else. Yet you still carry. I still care. So you you admit to take that risk. Hey, that's your choice. You walk into. At least you know what you're getting into. I, I, it's on me. Yeah, man, that's funny. That you say that. I'm not going to invite it. I'm not going to be a fool. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well. <laughs> See, big sexy. We, uh, you and me trying to be, trying to be cool, bro. <laughs> 
Because we, we had we went at a little bit. Out there we go. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I love you, bro, but come on now. There we go. Now you did you did mention a while ago. This just popped in my head. I'm I'm trying to help you out. Uh oh. You mentioned if there was a gun show, you'd watch it. Have you checked out Outdoor Life Channel? But uh, I probably don't have it because, like I said, we cut the cord. Um, but Outdoor Life, that sounds like a little bit too much Billy Bob. And <laughs> I'm not into the fishing and hunting and all that stuff. I just want to see some three-gun competition. That's all I want to see. Take a look, man. Take a look. Or uh-huh. that, or there's like a, oh, God, I want to say a military channel. I forget the actual call sign for it, but take a look. It's out there. All right. All right. Anything else we uh, got to get in for the year and review wrap up before we close this thing out? Uh, yeah. I'm a, yeah. Go ahead. We didn't really talk a lot about the popular, you know, music that's out there, and I guess I'm going to show my 53 years. A lot of it is bullshit. Who are you telling? <laughs> <laughs> are you serious? Well, I'll say you know, this. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was I was doing my uh, my my ballad, and I'm listening to some of this stuff. I'm like, you know what? Let's not be that guy. Let's make a you know our selection being fully informed. Some things surprised me, like Childish Gambino. I actually like that, but Cardi B, dude, what the fuck? Come on now. Oh, that man. should that shouldn't even be in your conversation. <laughs> Oh, that is horrible. Then I'm looking at her. Now, visually, she's attractive. Can't lie. But the girl has got the word Hennessy tatted on her arm. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, here's the thing to me. Uh, When you're talking about popular music, and you brought up Cardi, Cardi B. Cardi B, I'm sorry. And shout out to Cardi B. You know, she started out, she's a reality show person. She is? I yeah, know of course. She of was course she loving, is. Uh, loving hip-hop. That's why she, yeah. she got her start, right? And she flipped that. She ended up messing around, having a, a hit single. Triple times platinum. Salute to you. You know, you did your thing. You did your thing. <clears throat> and, you know, uh, there's been other groups out there. But I think the thing about with music right now, at least in terms of the mainstream music, you know, <laughs> There isn't much money involved in it. So the only types of songs you kind of hear about are these ones that you talk about, but they're tied into other things. Um, so there's no, I guess there's no reason for the mainstream to promote like the traditionally good artists that you want to hear or that music that you want. There's no reason for them to promote that if they're not going to make no money doing it. You know, those people aren't tied into other TV shows or other sources of income for these corporations so, so they have no incentive to promote that stuff uh, which is why I think you don't hear those traditionally types of music artists that we grew up on you know they're, they're not marketable essentially you know and that's why you don't get and that's my opinion why you're not getting that and it's not to say that that talent doesn't exist I mean obviously you brought up Donald Glover and he had a cool album but again to me he's a multi uh, media type of guy, so he's tied to you know Atlanta. He's tied to Spider Man. He's his song was played in Get Out, which is the top movie of the year. So that's why that thing blows up, right? 
But that album alone would have not been, you would have never heard that album because that type of music is not going to be what they're going to promote. And it's only promoted because he is tied to other things that generate big dollars. It's not to say that he's the only one making music like that. There's probably tons of people making music like that. But again, are they tied to things that make big dollars? Probably not. No. So you're not going to hear it. Uh, and that's just where we're at right now. <laughs> music is alive and well. But again, once it's only it's so niched that you're only going to see the things that generate millions of dollars, you know, i.e. get out the movie. So you're going to hear Redbone and hear Donald Webber stuff. Uh, but the only other person I can think of is like a um, what's my guy Bruno Mars, which I I don't know maybe his album even dropped last year I'm not sure, but his type of music is the kind of stuff I would want to see. But again, the interesting thing about Bruno is you never really hear about him at all, except for when his music is mentioned. He's not a part of nothing else, which nope. is why he is not in the radar of a, of the the spear of the influence because he's. He's never, he's not in no foolishness. He's not in anything else. His videos don't get a lot of play. You know, so, but his music is great, but, so you can't escape it. But he, again, he had a career, his career spans so many years back and he's had so many hits. He's got a fan base. So when his shit comes, you know, you're going to get it. But he, you know, he had that special on CBS, which I thought was fabulous. Yeah, but you yeah, didn't well, really see a lot. You didn't hear as much about it as I thought you should have. But I understand why you didn't because there's no drama behind it. There's there's nothing else tied into it. It was just Bruno Mars, and it was great. But he's not tied to another situation. So today's music is just to me a reflection of the economics of the game. Uh, you know, and so. You can't really be. I can't be mad at that. You, you can be mad at the at the game itself, but you can't be mad at the music. It's just that, hey, why would you hear about all this good stuff? They they ain't gonna make no money out. They don't. None of these corporations are doing it for the love of the music. So why would they be promoting the shit that you kind of like? Yeah, for damn sure. Yeah. It don't make any. It's sense. all about the bottom line. Yeah. So. You know, hey, music is always going to be music. There's always going to be live bands playing. There's always going to be good, whatever genre you like. But the days of when we grew up, that shit is over. Uh, the corporations ain't. There's no Michael Jacksons or Whitney's or you know Mick Jaggers or that. That shit is dead, son. Like on, it'll probably never come back because they ain't gonna make no money off of it. Motherfuckers is not buying music. So how would they make money? It would only make money if it's tied into a movie or some TV show. That's it. You know. So yeah, you you'd be a fool to to, to be complaining about where the music <laughs> the music is over here. You just don't want to go look for it. You know. Uh, and again, we're older too, so they're not marketing to us no way. Yeah, they're not looking at us. You're right. <laughs> So you know, I might be a fan of Mariah or or, or Lionel Richie. You know, obviously he's been torn. Seems like he's been torn all year, killing it. But you ain't gonna see that. You would not know that from watching TV or right. He, he ain't, ain't nobody else making no money off of that except for Lionel. So why why would they promote this <laughs> But uh, man, what else? Uh, you know, Trump obviously stayed in the news uh, for, for better or for worse. 
uh, you know, also, man, we had a lot of uh, these terrorist activities in America, man. Uh, all these shootings. Just this is craziness, man. Uh, we had the whole thing about the the, the Confederate statues. Uh, yep. This year, um, I mean, yeah, there was the, the church shooting. A uh, guy killed with twenty six people in Texas. Fifty six. No, I'm saying the, the, the uh, no, church no. one. Yeah, but Las yeah, there Vegas, was that other Las one. Vegas. Yeah, the Las Vegas Las thing. As soon we, we we forget these things so quickly but these are like major shit like it's just so many of them now you almost doesn't they don't sting as much as they should but yeah i mean it's a lot of crazy shit going on man um which is is just i don't know man where, where does it where does it end you know um we had some natural uh natural disasters uh this year storm in houston Remember Houston was underwater for a while? J.J. Watt put together $33 million to help people. Wow. Yeah. And of course, you, you, there's the other side of that. You, they show pe- pictures of people looting fucking footlockers in the flood. Like, what the fuck? Go on. Well, you always going to have that. <laughs> yeah, always have some knuckleheads. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. Um yeah, we had the thing in uh, God, I can't remember the state with the the girl got ran over, the alt right thing. Oh yes, wasn't that uh, I want to say Virginia, or is it um, Charlottesville, Virginia, University of Virginia. Yeah, man, that was, that was crazy. Uh, you know, they, but there's good people on both sides. <laughs> <Peace>. <laughs> Good and bad on both sides. Uh, you know, Colin Kaepernick, the whole NFL protest thing was big this year. You know, uh, we've talked about that. Well, <clears throat> sports wise, and, you know, if we're going to talk Colin, got to mention, uh, no matter how people feel, Mr. Ball. My man, my, my man. That's right, LeVar Ball, baby. big baller brand, baby. <laughs> you know, hey, yeah, he. He's out there. Definitely. He's definitely out there. You know, for better or for worse. But hey, salute. Uh, but anyway, yeah, man, I'm just kind of throwing stuff out there. Uh, but a crazy year, 2018 coming up, man. I, who knows what what's going to happen this year? I know for me personally, I'm just really put the pedal to the metal. I will say this: uh, 2017 was a great year for the podcast and, and everything, man. A lot of a lot of stuff happened this year. Um, you know, shout out to all of you guys. Uh, you know, uh, talking to you, Q, and Big Sexy, and Pooh, you know, Sean, uh, Kanisa. Uh, you know, we, we did our thing this year. Um, shout out to, uh, man, everybody that we had on the show, guests. Really you know, you just said Sean, right? I did say Sean. He was a part of the show this year. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. <clears throat> damn. Uh, shout out to all our guests who came through in interviews. Um, and shout out to uh, uh, PRN alumni. Uh, that, that was an amazing experience going out there to Minnesota. Um, for some reason, I think I was the cel- and the celebration was earlier this year. 
right? Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. out there twice this year. Shout out to to all of that and um Paisley Five and Dime and uh man, just met so many different people. Pe- people at Paisley Park. Uh shout out yeah. So it was it was remarkable, man. We definitely things is moving. And uh yeah, we're just gonna keep keep the pedal to the metal. And like a shout out to Red Shirts. Did you guys start that this year? Or is it oh yeah, show? okay, yeah, yeah man. That's, that's a new new show, just y'all the, did your thing. Just the big sex, and I just uh, put up a show uh, a couple of, a few days ago. Okay, yep. And also shout out to uh, Full Circle Podcast. Uh, Daryl, he had a conference this year. That's that's major <laughs> a podcast conference. Uh, so everybody really was doing their thing this year. I think we're setting the stage. We just keep building and and, and growing. Uh, and doing, you know, keep it moving, man. And to me, the whole dream is to really be just doing this more and more and touching more people. So I think we're on track for that full show. All right, we're going to wrap this thing up. Uh, but uh, this is probably the, this will be the last show of the year, matter of fact, because today is the 30th. And uh, man, yeah, we, we got it in this year. This crazy, a 2017 went really quick to me, but. And of course, and also we said this earlier, but shout out to Ampu, man, a, a baby this year. You got married this year, right? Trying try to remember. You got married this year, but yeah, busy man, busy man doing his thing. No, he didn't get married this year, did he? Oh, he got married last, last year. Last year, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to give way too much props. <laughs> but all right, uh, before we get out of here, Q Storm, where can they find you online? Well, you can find the red shirts on YouTube. If you go to um, if you go to uh, red shirts, if you search on red shirts podcast on YouTube, you find us there. You can find us on Twitter at red shirts seventeen oh one, and you can find us on Facebook red shirts a Star Trek podcast and iTunes. All right, there we go. Big sexy and sack. Where can they find you? Oh, Lordy, I can be found at the Red Shirts hanging out with Q as well. I'm uh, Twitter, WSE Mark, Facebook, Mark Wiggins, and uh, like Mr. Dean, for me, 2017 was a bit of a holding pattern. Had to reassess a couple of things, and 2018, I'm taking the fuck over. Yes, I said it. All right, we love it. We love it, and also shout out to all of our Patreon people. Man, y'all came through this year heavy. We still growing, so shout out to all of you guys. Shout out to uh, all our supporters. Shout out to everybody who's been donating. Uh, very much appreciated. Um, making some good connects out of that as well. So yeah, man, we're just gonna keep doing our thing here. Podcast juice and keep growing. Hopefully, we can bring more content. And just keep it going and and give y'all something to listen to. With that, work it like a job. Michael Dean, peace.